Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 127 of Thirst and Goal. I am Franny. Across the table for me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer review. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. Ben, you have the sprinklers going off in the background. Yes. Accidentally. Accidentally tonight, <laughs> because we record this podcast outside where podcasts should be recorded and football should be played. Exactly. Friday, yeah. We had a power outage in Los Angeles, lasted for about 12 hours this week. So the sprinklers are clearly not on the typical schedule yeah. uh, this week. So I'll have to actually so little, figure out that little hiss in the background. Yeah. I, I, hopefully, is, hopefully you don't hear it. Maybe, maybe when you, uh, when you edit it and yeah. uh, you, you equalize everything. I mean, you've become quite the editor, Ben. Yeah. I'm going to work in uh, for Paramount Studios yeah, right? yeah. starting on uh, July 1st as a PA. <laughs> I'm giving up my career just to get into audio visual <laughs> Arts at Paramount Studios. No, that's Creating CGI. Not true. Uh, but Friday, how was your week this week? Uh, well, it was a good week, Ben. I mean, you know, it was a four-day week. You know, we had Monday off. I did actually have a, uh, a four-day week. You had a busier week than I did. Uh, but, you know, it really flew by. I mean, I, I wish we could have more Mondays off. Actually, I am off this Monday, but I work ne- on Saturday. Oh, So, yeah, so I do so work good. Saturday. Um, but, uh, you know, it's my first Saturday in a very long time. Um, uh, but no, it was, it was a quick week. All right. What about good. you? What about you? It was a long week, even though it was, uh, it was, it was four days, but it felt like, well, it was four and a half days, but it felt like about six days. Uh, but hopefully next week will be a little bit better. Friday, what are you <laughs> drinking over there? I am continuing to drink the Noble Oak, Double Oak bourbon with a little bit of Canada Dry Club soda. I have to. I have to say Canada Dry, so that we they know we're not drinking the cheap shit on the show, Ben. Exactly, it's not, we're not drinking not, the, the we're not drinking the store brand. Yeah, the First Street. Yeah, the we're first not drinking street, the First Street, the Food Club, yeah. or whatever the <laughs> hell. Sure it's all sourced from the same place. Uh, but yeah, we got a little bit of the Club Soda, a little bit of the Coke, not RC Cola. It is Coke. Yeah, we're not. It is name brand. It's not the not Toasted the... O's. It's Cherry O's. Uh, in front of, I am drinking. I'm actually, I'm getting through this bottle a little bit faster yeah. than I did the last one. Yeah, this Noble so Oak is sticking me, around. Give me a little credit for that. Uh, yeah, you're milking that one, yeah. and I milked the last one. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I am drinking the Raffles Gin. It's a beautiful gin from Scotland. Great, crisp, fresh summer gin. Just the right amount of botanicals. In front, I picked me up some awesome Busbees. This none of this is a sponsorship, by no, the no, way. No, it's not. It should be. They don't pay us for any of this, but we just want to I tell mean, you, these we, companies should really take notice. Yeah, exactly what we're drinking. It's the Busbees Premium Cocktail Mixers Tonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little lower in sugar. No sodium. All natural. All natural. It's actually much, much better. Sorry, Schweppes. Sorry, Canada Dry. It's much better yeah. than. But I seriously than the did not dry. realize how much sodium and how much sugar there is in tonic. I mean, you, you, it just seems like it's uh, uh, carbonated water of some sort. But there's actually a lot of calories in there. Yeah, more disguised, than you expect. Disguised as water. Yeah. And if if guys are out there and they're going to the bar every weekend and they're drinking this stuff and you notice those love handles, that is why. Exactly. You if you notice the, the hangover, that's also why. Yeah, exactly. Look at the nutritional facts. Yeah. And this yeah. Busby's is really nice. I actually uh, found another one when you were making the shots on, on Amazon that looks like it might be very similar. Uh, so thank you for turning me on to this. I didn't even think about buying an all-natural 
tonic with lower sodium, mm-hmm. lower sugar, uh, just to take the edge off a little yeah. bit. And it tastes really, really great. I wish this was a sponsorship. I'm watching out. Sounds like a sponsorship, but it is not, in fact, a sponsorship. I, I, I'm watching out for your love handles, Ben. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you're, you're, you are married to my cousin, and I want her... To feel less love handles. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's funny because you're tugging at them right now. There's a, I got a little bit. There's a little nah, bit there. You don't. You Just don't. a little bit. You're, you're, you're in very good shape. And Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight? Tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL news as usual. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We are Feel Good Story. Love the intro music and the outro music, which is exactly the same, but I love it. And we also have our stat of the week. Hopefully we don't forget it this week. Last week, we remembered to add it to the podcast. The week before that, we completely forgot about it. And we also have our shot of the night, which is inspired by National Applesauce Day, which happened yesterday. So you might hear fireworks going off in the background because it's such a huge holiday over here. Yeah, every ho- every, every holiday, every Saturday is a holiday for fireworks in Los Angeles. Yeah, especially when it's warm out here. I mean, we're wearing t-shirts outside. It is really nice. It's about seven degrees outside. We also have our brown, our beverage of the week, which is a rye from Heritage Distilling. It's their dual barrel collection. It's a rye whiskey finished in vanilla extract barrels. Can't wait to try that. And we also have our beer of the week in these very beautiful, beautiful cans. We have the Pacific Kulsh from which is this from uh indie brewing company indie brewing company yeah, in beautiful uh, downtown little, los angeles a little highway yeah right there. that's i mean the, the the can the can itself really caught my yeah. eye one of the reasons i got it uh, well another reason is because we drink so many ipas on the show we've had a lot of sours on the show um but you know we don't we have we've only had i think this may be our, our third kolsch on the show so i can't wait to try that and then we have our housekeeping to finish up the night yeah that looks like a really nice beer brewed downtown los yeah. angeles so a Not local too one far away from, from uh, uh from uh from your uh from your office right exactly yeah. and next week we're trying a bourbon that's yeah. also there's actually a lot of distilled places. in Los Angeles a lot of places out in downtown LA I, mean, I don't spend much time in downtown LA because there's there's not a lot going there's on. a lot there's not you a gotta lot. get down there it's yeah, changed yeah, a lot yes I mean bars you know, restaurants yeah a lot of homeless high rises <laughs> no they, they they moved all the homeless people <laughs> to the valley over, over to one <laughs> section of downtown you know getting get, uh, you know we obviously homeless people it's a problem uh but they moved everybody sort of to one area so that all the restaurants the bars the brand new apartments the mm-hmm. lofts the condos which are priced way too high for the area because you gotta the get center, down there it's not what you remember but the center of LA is not like the center of any other city you know, I mean, you got you got you know the 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 more compartmentalized part of New York and Seattle and San Francisco and you know all these major cities. LA is still not there. It's still oh, not no, there no, no. compared to those other cities. I mean, I know they're trying to build it up, but it's still not something that really attracts my attention. I'm gonna I mean, ha- I'm gonna have out. you come down. I, I mean, I'm this gonna, is basically it's what not I what do. you remember. This is basically what I do on Saturday nights. I mean, yeah. this is what I do. So maybe I should probably get get, get out more down, often. Down. I don't know, but I have so much fun doing this. I love. Doing oh, for sure, absolutely. We'll do it on a Friday night. Well, I'll take you out downtown on a Friday night. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's afraid to go downtown, folks. I don't care about downtown. I, you know, Hollywood, Pasadena, I don't care about downtown. All right. Santa Monica, I don't care. Friday, what is first up on the big board? First up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL news. All right, Friday, another big week for NFL news this week. Can you believe it? We're getting into June. The now, You know, the season is what? The season's only a couple months away. Preseason is only a couple months away. Oh, man. Fine by. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for a 17-game season and then an 18-game season a couple and years then 19, from now. And then 20. And then 82 games. Yeah, that's Just the plan. Like, it's going to be like the NBA. That's the plan. Uh, first up, Julio Jones. The Atlanta Falcons would 
accept a hard 2022 second-round pick for Julio Jones, reported Peter King of NBC Sports this past week. Uh, Atlanta is willing to acquire a second-round pick with no conditions around Jones playing time in a deal that frees the Falcons from paying any of his remaining salary. Jones has three years left, just got a new four-year deal last year on his current deal, and any team that acquires the 32-year-old receiver will owe him $38.3 million. Multiple clubs have reportedly been linked as potential potential trade suitors for the longtime Falcons receiver, including the Seattle Seahawks, Tennessee Titans, LA Rams, and New England Patriots, who are the leaders, allegedly. Jones reportedly requested a trade earlier this offseason, as he told Shannon Sharp, who is always a good source, of course, on Undisputed. Uh, he's out of here when asked what he's doing Skip. about his future in Atlanta. Skip. Skip. Dealing with the seven-time Pro Bowler after June 1 would free up $15.3 million in salary cap space for the Falcons. Falcons said later this week that they are not going to entertain any trade offers for Jones. I don't believe it. Franny, what do you say about a second-round pick Wait, for Julio they, Jones? They just said they would ex- accept a hard 2022. Yeah, they said and, they would accept it. Now they're saying we don't. That's why I don't believe anything that the <laughs> teams say. Franny, what say you? It's funny how, how many times this happens in the league where a guy signs a long contract and then like the next year they want to ship him out or he wants to be shipped out. Like why sign the contract in the first place? Why even do it? But I mean, Julio Jones going to any one of those teams would be an improvement. Obviously Seattle, Tennessee, you know, talking about the Rams and Patriots. I also heard that the Eagles were in the mix as well. And the Eagles have a lot of draft stock. Yeah. And I would love to see Julio Jones for for a couple of seasons in Philadelphia. I wouldn't mind that at all. They have tons of drafts. I mean, next year, I think they have like 12 picks. And so I think they can not only offer like maybe a, a second round, maybe a second and a third. I mean, they have plenty of guys that they can throw out there. He's a little bit older, but he's still one of my favorite type of receivers. Big, strong oh, yeah. receiver. It oh, seems like yeah. the Eagles love guys that are about 5'7", that are really speedy. We don't need those guys. We need those big, strong guys on our team a younger better alshon jeffrey alshon jeffrey or fulgum also a big guy, big guy. he's not on their level yet hopefully he will we'll eventually become from that practice squad to <laughs> hall of fame we'll see exactly but you know I, I like big strong receivers that can go up for the football and catch it and uh, he still has one of the nicest catches in the super bowl and it means absolutely nothing because they lost that super <laughs> of bowl <course> they did. <laughs> but what a of beautiful they catch They're the on the sideline everybody knows what i'm talking about but uh, what do you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I agree. And we just had a helicopter fly over. More proof that we record this podcast outdoors. I uh, hope you heard that beautiful helicopter fly over the Los Angeles area. Where I actually were. think I think the Falcons should keep Julio Jones on the roster. I still, and I think I said it you know, a few weeks ago, I think they've got enough talent in that division they do. with Matt Ryan. I know it's a lot of money on the cap. I know they're, you know, for lack of a better word, rebuilding slowly uh, as Matt Ryan trickles down to the end of his career, or at least the end of his time in Atlanta. He's got a few good years left. You know, he's only 36. I still say they should ride with Julio Jones in that division with Jameis Winston Mm -hmm. and Taysom Hill taking reps as, you know, competing for the, for the starting job in new Orleans with Carolina, you know, essentially with a, a very young roster and with Tampa Bay in that division, obviously they're the division winners, but I still think that they have enough, talent in Atlanta to get to the playoffs and potentially if things go right they could make it they could make a some I don't think they could make a deep run but I think they have enough talent with Julio Jones on that mm-hmm. roster you know to to have a respectable season to have a, a you know above 500 season potentially get to the playoffs and mm-hmm. give their fans what I think the fans in Atlanta deserve yeah. I don't think they should let Julio Jones 
go. I know he wants to go, but a lot of players want to go. Uh, but I think that the, that the smart money would be to keep him on that roster and just see what you can do. I mean, no, a I... second round pick is not enough capital to to make it worthwhile. I mean, if you're going to rebuild, then, then you need more in return for a player like Julio Jones. If you can only get a second second round pick and maybe a fifth yeah. or sixth round pick along I mean, with he's, it, he's a little bit older. He's about 32 years old right now. So I mean, yeah, yeah I, but he's, you know, for a wide receiver, he can play a couple more you years. Know, we're, we're talking about uh, Matt Ryan being 36, but as a quarterback, quarterbacks age a little bit differently than wide receivers or even running backs. Running backs have even shorter careers. But uh, you know, for him staying in Atlanta would probably be their best option. But just imagine if he went to Seattle though. I, I, would mean, love, I would love him core, in Seattle. I don't want to see him in New England. I don't want to see him with Wilson. the Rams. I don't want to see him with the Titans. Yeah, but I mean, just imagine DK Metcalf, Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett. Those are your three main yeah. guys right there. I just don't That's think a scary fucking team right there. If they can somehow, I'm not sure what their draft capital is and if they can even afford. They only, they only had, had two picks this year, so I'm guessing three. they have I think they had more, three picks, yeah. <laughs> more this, picks. This, yeah. yeah they, had like a, they had like a second and a fifth. Yeah, and they went after wide receiver. Who needs offensive linemen? Nobody. I mean, Seattle's got the picks. And obviously they don't mind trading away to picks. Yeah, they did with, they should, with they Jamal Adams. Yeah, trade away their first round pick from or the second was it a second or first? They had, they had a they didn't have a first round pick. No, they had yeah. I think a second and first, a fourth or a second. Whoever or that and a wide receiver was that they took first in the draft, send him over to Atlanta. Yeah, see how that pans out. Bring Julio Jones. Give to him a Seattle. second round pick. Yeah, exactly. I think that would work out just fine. Shit, I'd give him a first round pick. I, I you know with the, with the short window with with Russell Wilson has you know he has an opt out after next season mm-hmm. if next season doesn't go well you could potentially see Russell Wilson pack up his belongings and go to another city I don't know yeah you but, know give him I mean I would even go as high as a first round pick for Jones to bring him to Seattle to yeah. go with Lockett hey, to go if, with Metcalf if they accept a hard 20, yeah. 2022 what's a hard pick uh, is that a high second round I think so I don't know exactly what a hard 20 what a hard pick means uh-huh. uh but I, I mean you can't predict where the pick is going to end up but I assume it means that it it, it can't in any way transition to a third or a fourth round pick it has to remain a second round pick yeah but I, I mean I would love to see him stay there or go to potentially Seattle mm-hmm. and I think the the smart money would be for Seattle to trade that first or second round pick for him and bring him in with Russell Wilson. I love, I love what you said about that. I mean, what could what, what complaint could Russell Wilson have if they were to bring in Julio Jones to add to that stable of running back or uh, wide uh, receiver, wide receivers, and the running back core that they yeah, already yeah. have? I just think that would be a, an awesome move for them. Oh, for them, it definitely <clears> would be. Me. I mean, because I mean, Julio Jones is thirty two years old. But eh, I still think but he he's has, a big tough receiver. He's, he's got a couple of years left. I mean, he had see a few injuries here and there, but he hasn't been injured that often. I mean, he's 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 not like a, you know some other guys in the league that are you know out for eight games and play eight games. I mean, well yeah. now nine will get over games. Fifty <laughs> percent. I like see, I like I like a nice even number. It's, you know, no, it's eight point five games. You know, the, the the Cowboys can no longer go eight and eight. Now it's either eight and nine or nine and eight. We can go five hundred with a tie. Yeah, I guess so. You can do that. Yeah, <laughs> which the Eagles somehow seem to end up with ties. Hey, ties are good. It's All right, loss. All right, Ronnie. Are you ready to move on to your oh, favorite look subject? Who it is once again. All right, Friday. Aaron Rodgers. The drama just won't stop. Not sure if he's still hanging out in Hawaii these days. But Aaron Rodgers hasn't denied that he wants to move on from the Green Bay Packers after months of reported discontent. General Manager Brian. Gutenkirst has insisted that he won't deal the reigning NFL MVP, but there's apparently one way the Packers would agree to trade the star quarterback. According to the Athletics' Matt Schneiderman, Greenback would act- Green Bay would actually move Rodgers if it believed he was truly committed to never playing for them again and preferred a trade package over potential savings from the quarterback's contract. 
Schneiderman's report includes the Packers implies the Packers don't yet believe Rodgers is truly committed to leaving for good, or they might prefer saving millions if Rodgers retires rather than collecting draft picks or players by shipping the star QB elsewhere. Both could be true. Rodgers, for all the reports of a feud with the Packers front office, has openly praised everything else about the organization, its fans, its players, its coaches, and could merely want more control over his own future with the team. Gutenkurst, meanwhile, might rather collect checks from Rodgers, which would be awesome, <laughs> hanging up cleats, then see a legend of the game suit up in another uniform under his watch. Either way, Schneiderman and Gutenkurst is currently holding firm to the stance that he will not trade Rodgers this offseason. That includes after June 1st, when the Patriots would free up more than $16 million in salary cap space by dealing the QB. Where does, where does that leave Rodgers, who did not report to the Packers' voluntary OTAs this month? He can either work past his feelings about Gutenkurst and play for the money his coaches, his teammates, and Packers fans, Schneiderman reports, or hold firm in his own stance to not play for the Packers and continue costing himself money if he misses training camp practices, $50,000 man, mandatory fine per day, under the new CBA regular season games and other team events, and the Packers could fine him for that as well. And I think he would have to pay back about $40 million to Oof. the Packers if Oof. he decides huh. to retire. A lot of zeros there. Uh, but I love the fact that they're calling his bluff and saying, yeah. go ahead and retire or tell us to our face, man up, come to Green Bay, come to our office, and tell us you are not going to fucking play here. Stop playing games. Either tell us you're not going to play here or tell us you're going to fucking retire, but we're not going to deal you unless you come up here and man up, stop doing it in Hawaii, stop doing it on TV, stop doing it with Kenny Maine, Jeopardy, and come here and tell us to our face. What do you say, Franny? I completely agree with you, Ben. I, I mean, you know, they're, they're really calling this bluff right now. And, I love uh, it. And, and, and so do I. I mean, you know, they're they're really holding firm with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers, even though he is, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks. Of the last that, 10 years. That has ever taken the field in the last ten years. In the last forever, <laughs> from the beginning of the NFL, he's one of the best quarterbacks that I've ever seen. The beginning of the NFL. Yeah, that was, it's been a long time. It has it's, been. It's been he ain't that yeah, good. Yeah, no, he's he's good, Ben. He's he good. is good. He's good. He's a very good quarterback. Him and his one, one of the Super Bowl. Best. Hey, you know, he's he's been very close multiple times, and there's a reason why he's been so close multiple times, because he's fucking amazing. But uh, no, yeah, I, he's I, got fear of success. I, I, I actually appreciate what they're doing right there in, in Green Bay. They're like, fuck you. If, if you. if you want to walk away, walk away, but at least tell us in our face. Like, what exactly do you want? You know, I mean, don't, don't you know, beat around the bush, you know, and, and it, 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 I, I, I seriously, I still don't know what the hell this guy wants. You know, I mean, even with uh, no, Russell but nobody Wilson, knows. And with Russell it, Wilson, it was the at same At least they figured thing. it out in Seattle. It, it looks like him and Pete Carroll actually yeah. sat down. Mm-hmm. with John Schneider, and they had a conversation and figured out exactly what the deal was, and they squashed it. He he could I mean, it could have ended with Russell Wilson being traded, mm-hmm. certainly. But whatever happened, it looks like they had a frank, full, you know, a full airing of grievances. You know, they got around the Festivus poll, and they everybody aired their grievances, and they figured it out, and it squashed it, and it went away. Mm-hmm. But this Aaron Rodgers... He this wants to be on thing. TV. He's the Kim Kardashian of quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. He wants to be on television. He wants to be on reality TV shows. He wants to be on Kenny Main Show. He wants to be playing his bongos in Hawaii. He wants everyone to know he's. A, he wants to be at the Kentucky Derby. He wants his face yeah, out there for his future career rather than worrying about his present career. Mm-hmm. And I think there's evidence of that in, in in him even implying that he would play for the Raiders or the Broncos. Or these, or, or these other teams that have no hope of getting to a Super Bowl, 
anytime in the near future. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Raiders potentially, yeah, but not with John Gruden. He's obviously in the same. I mean, in, in the best position right now with Green Bay than any one of those other teams. So you know, it, it, it's I mean, crazy. If, if Aaron Rodgers was sitting right in front of me right now, I'd be like, you know what, dude, you signed well, a contract. Well, first you'd hug him and why well, would I would, I would definitely, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd slap him on the ass, you know, like you know, like like athletes do. You know, I'm sure it's nice and firm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nah, he's, he's, nah, he's a little flabby. He's a little flabby. Yeah, yeah. He's got that Mac Jones body. No, he's not that bad. He's not that he's bad. close. He's, he's got a little bit of a six pack in that. In, yeah, the, in, the, in those Hawaiian pictures there, you know, with it, with his with his little girl there. Uh, he's, he's, he's you know he's got a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of those love handles. So he does he's, sit he's ups, been, and that's about it. He's been he's been uh, drinking a little bit too much of the tonic, the regular tonic. Yeah, probably but, a little, too, too many mai tais. Yeah, but I would tell him like, dude, what the fuck do you want? Like, you have the best situation right now. That you're in in Green Bay, those other teams, you're gonna play there. You're gonna flounder, not flounder. I mean, he can't flounder. That's not possible. But I mean, he's gonna have some good numbers. Good he's gonna have some heaven. really good numbers there. But that's all he's gonna have. Keeping but he has up, those, keeping up with the Rodgers. Is- he's he's still you know got some great numbers in Green Bay, and he can build a legacy over there. He really has a legacy in Green Bay. He's got the, the legacy of losing. Oh, hey, come on. He's he's got a, He's got a ring, Ben. He's got a ring. He has a ring. He has a ring. He was almost there a couple of times. But I, I do love the fact that they're they're pushing him because I don't think he's having frank discussions with the front office. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like it or not, Gutenkurs is his boss. That's yeah. just the reality of it. Yeah. You know, Gutenkurs is a he's a he has a job. He he is gonna be there after you leave, probably yeah. the way that the Green Bay Packers front office is constructed. And I'd really like the fact that they're make that they're putting him in a position where he's going to have to, you know, at least even in private disclose what it is that he really wants, what mm-hmm. his issues are, what he would, you know, accept to stay and or if he would prefer to just leave or retire or whatever. And I love the fact that they're pushing him on it. Yeah. And he yeah. had to pay back forty million dollars if he teams, decides to leave. A lot of teams wouldn't do that either. You know, especially no, a lot with, of teams are even uh, Deshaun Watson, they're, yeah. they're they were trying to deal him. Especially with uh you know with with the type of player that he is. I mean a, a player of his caliber, it's really hard to do that because he is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like you know, maybe he's not on Michael Jordan's level, but I mean, he's he is one of the greater players in the league, and to you know play chicken with this guy, the front office, good job, you know, kudos to them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at the grief that they took in Chicago when they decided to break up that Bulls team. I mean, mm-hmm. the fans still yeah hate the front office for what they did to that team, mm-hmm. and you know, and, but I respect and, what they're doing because you have the the fans are going to be on Rodgers' side or most of the fans. I don't know. I'm not sure how many how many Packers fans now are on. I'm, I'm sure they kind of feel like we do. I mean, you know, obviously, you know how much like, love what do you I want? give. You know how much love I give Aaron Rodgers all yeah, the time. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure he his he's sort of souring on a lot of the fans right now in what he's doing. And he's trying to say the right things. Like, I love the fans. Yeah, I love well, the coaches. Yeah, if I if you them. really loved everybody so much, we wouldn't be having this discussion right now, week after week after week, as to what he's going to do and what the front office is going to do. But I like the way the front office is handling this in Green Bay. They're like, yeah, you're a fucking spectacular, a great player. We can move on from you. It's all right. Yeah, especially with Jordan Love. <laughs> you never know. You know? Nobody Maybe. knew how good Aaron Rodgers yeah. was going to be. Yeah, but he started his career as a as a whiny nobody little. Knew, nobody knew what, who Brett Favre was going to be either. But I mean, Brett Favre. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But Aaron Rodgers started his career as a whiny, entitled brat mm-hmm. when he thought he should have got drafted higher, and he was pissed off at the 49ers because they didn't draft him when they thought he should. He whatever second or third he thought he should go. Yeah, he dropped all the way to the Green Bay Packers, held a grudge about that, but he was he thought he was entitled to a specific draft location or draft spot. When he came into the league, and now as he's trying to get out of the league or move on, he's acting the same exact way that he acted then. And as great as he is, it's it it, it appears to me anyway to be a little petulant. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Yeah. It's ex- what, what's Inexpli- your word? Inexplicable. Inexplicable. 
All right, Friday, you're ready to move on. Yeah, let's move on. I'm sure we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, yeah, until until a decision, until something happens, until, until the first game of the season, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers will probably be on the agenda. Uh, well, uh, yeah, he might refuse to play. But we're gonna have to hear Franny's German accent here. Yeah, coming up, uh, it's Oktoberfest in it's NFL Oktoberfest. Germany. Oh, I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, the league was bullish on putting a team or teams in London or Europe. That sentiment has cooled now. Too many logistical problems that ownership feels are off-putting and potentially competitively unfair, Franny's argument. Instead, the league wants to conquer non-U.S. markets in two ways, giving each team the chance to be a home team for a foreign market. The Steelers and the Rooney family is the NFL team in marketing and business ventures, say, in Dublin, Jacksonville, London, say, and expanding the schedule overseas by mandating every team play at least one game every eight years outside the U.S. Peter King of NBC Sports Asked Chris Halpin, NFL Chief Strategy and Growth Officer, on Friday what an ideal NFL schedule might look like in five years, say the 2026 season. He said, maybe four games in London, two from the inventory of games voted on this year, maybe two with teams such as Jacksonville volunteering for games there, and maybe one in Germany and one in Mexico. Halpin said, so six in all. That's one more than the most the NFL has ever played outside the country. In 2017 and 19, the league had four games in London and one in Mexico City. The last, uh, the fast riser in international circles, Germany. The NFL is bullish on playing one game a season starting in 2022 or 2023 in Germany. The likely venue would be nearly NFL-ready Alliance Stadium in Munich. I'm not sure if they play soccer games there. Yeah, they, they, they do. They That's do. where Bayern Munich plays. There now. you go. <laughs> Home grounds for Bayern. Oh, there it is. Bayern yeah. Munich. And Friday was there on top of that one. Frankfurt, Berlin, or Cologne. Nice stadium. Dusseldorf could also host. This year, the NFL had 2.2 million people in Germany watching an average uh, as an average audi- minute audience. That's the way Nielsen NFL games rate there. At least part of the Super Bowl. And the game was on there in the early hours of Monday, plus subscriptions to the NFL's big big pay TV model, NFL Game Pass, were up 30% worldwide. That's a huge revenue stream. But, Franny, the NFL finally, London and now Germany, I love it. What say you? Uh, why do you love it so much? I, I mean, there's, lo- a there are, fan, there's a huge NFL there's a huge NFL fan base in Germany, is. New Zealand, Australia. They can't play in New Zealand but or you're Australia. A, you're a Pittsburgh fan, Ben. You're a Pittsburgh fan. Just imagine the Pittsburgh Steelers losing a home game, having to play outside of the country elsewhere. I would love it. No, you wouldn't. Uh, in Germany, you to play in Munich, that'd be awesome. No, you wouldn't. I, I, unless you go over there. If you want to take a trip to Munich? Well, if I lived in Pittsburgh and I'd seen tickets, I'd be pissed. <laughs> but I live in exactly. Los Angeles as a Steeler fan, so I'm less yeah. concerned about it. No, but that's, that's, that's my biggest gripe about this thing is the home teams are losing a game. They're playing elsewhere. They're not having the same fans in the stadium that they usually would have there. And, and I, it, I mean, it's, it's a longer trip. It's a longer flight over there. It's 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 an issue. I mean, to me, it's it's always been an issue playing in London. Now in Germany, I mean, Mexico City is not that far. I mean, if, if you're the Raiders, if you're on the West, men. if you're on the West Coast, the Rams, you know, the Chargers, something like that. Mexico City is not that far away, but Munich, London, a little bit further than Seattle or San Francisco. Yeah, but Munich. I mean, what is it? It's from here. 12 hours? From here, it's. I mean, just imagine if you're the Rams and you have to fly. So it's all only the way. six hours. For, it's only six hours from the. Yeah, but East then Coast. the time difference and everything, it's not three hours, it's nine hours. I mean, so the time difference is, I mean, the, the flight time is not that big of a difference, but then, you know, the the hours I mean, the, of the day are different. I mean, nine-hour difference The hours of the day yeah, are I mean, not look, I different. Mean, they, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, there's the hour difference. Is it know, 27 between... o'clock? Why is it 27 o'clock over here? 
<laughs> I think there's 24. You hours have 69 in minutes in, a, in, a, in an hour? I don't yeah. understand this. Plan. Over here in Germany, we have 37 minutes in an hour. We try to get everything done in 37 minutes, okay? They're on, they're on the metric system they have. There's like, it's all tens. An entire day is 10 hours. Every incident. <laughs> I cannot wait to see you play in the Munich. <laughs> but I would love it if they if they would I move because NFL Europe they never should have you know folded up, uh, folded up that particular. Well, I mean the reason it did it because there was there was no money. I mean they you know they weren't making enough money, uh, for the league. I mean, yeah, it's, it's you know the, obviously there was you know financial issues with that league, and that's why it kind of folded up. Just like everything, I mean, the was the AAF and whatever league it was, L, you know, that, that, what was it? It was the AAF and the XFL, the XFL right? XFL, yeah. The XFL. Well, I mean, coronavirus was, killed one of them. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, you know, the, the, I mean, for the first couple of weeks, it seemed like it might be a viable, you know, off-season league. But, you know, even with corona, viewership really dropped off after those first couple of weeks, after we saw what those teams had to offer in terms of, you know, just skill. I mean, it's, it's just not on the same level. I think it was the timing too. It was right after yeah, the Super like, Bowl. We, even too. everybody's like on their football high. And yeah, the and it's like, like it was like relax. it was like a week after the Super Bowl. I was like, I'm not ready for football. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they did, if they launched it like in April or something like that, I think it might have done a little bit better. Maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. We were rooting for it, but I would we love were. to see I mean, games we in were Germany, for the AF. we were London, for the XFL, but I just, I just. I'd like to see a game in, you know, maybe, I mean, not in France. We were talking about, like, I'd, going, like, Sydney or Melbourne I'd love or something. To have, I mean, but that's I mean, that, big see, NFL that. fan bases are in, New, are in New Zealand and and in Australia. Huge NFL fan bases. Uh-huh. Why not play a game in Sydney? It's or far. Melbourne? It's far. It's not that for 23 hours on a plane. <laughs> yeah. You sit on a plane for 20. When's the last time you were on a plane for 23 hours? Oh, yeah, but you and get, then you have to play a football game a few days the, later. The, 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 whatever that is, the, the Airbus, the one with the beds on it. You know, yeah, everybody gets their own bed. But they don't. Well, but they they would have to. They would just fly them on one of those planes with you know where they all they get their own tent. little. They pitch all get their little Tokyo hotel room on there. I mean, that'd be pretty awesome you know, if they did it that TV. way. But they wouldn't do it that way. They were just like, here's here's a plane that we charter for you guys. That's the exact same setup as every other plane that everybody's flying out there too. So uh, I mean, it's like they might give them a nicer plane. Yeah, I, I, uh, not much. Mo- I mean, there's only first class is only so large. <laughs> well, they charter an entire. There's you know, a lot one of, of those big airbuses. They put it's only. You know, it's 53 players plus the coaches. Yeah, no. I, or I think, even, shit, the coaches and everybody else can fly on a separate yeah, let's plane. Just, let's just play in, uh, in in Phuket. Phuket. Sorry. Well, there's not a fan base there, but I would love to see these games in Germany. Yeah. I would well, love it. I'm not I'm not sure how big football is in Germany. It's big. I mean, regular Three football. Three million fans were watching. Football. 2.2 million people see, that's watching that many people. as an average minute audience. That's not that many people. Well, three million people. How big is the country? Fifty million people. It's about yeah. I would say Germany is about seventy million people. So I mean, two point two. That's the equivalent of like ten million over here. Let me see the German population. That's a lot of I people. I believe it's about seventy million, if I'm not mistaken. It's somewhere around there, but it doesn't seem like that. A lot many of helicopters people. tonight. Yeah, it is, huh? Uh, let's see. Uh, but I would love to see this. Eighty-three million people. Okay, so that, yeah, see, that's even worse then. Eighty-three million well, people. But you got to grow the audience. <laughs> you got to grow the audience. Yeah, but what do you, you know? Do? It's like Hyundai. Grow... Hyundai. Nobody wanted a Hyundai. Now everybody wants a Hyundai. Yeah, nobody wanted a Japanese car back in the day either. But and yeah. now they want. Now you can't get. I mean, it's all there yeah. is. I mean, I love football. You love football. They love their own football. But eh. it's not. This, I mean, it's it's it, to go out of your well, way. We got to overtake. We got to overtake from... the original football somehow. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna. <laughs> that happen. should be the NFL's There's goal. The, they should take Jeff. They should go Jeff Bezos all over their asses over there and roll up with NFL all over the place and put this football thing to, to bed finally, once and for all. 
Uh, I enjoy soccer I know, as well. I know. Yeah, they don't have to put it to bed. And next week, because it's still exciting. Next week we have the European Championship starting. It's definitely more exciting. Than June eleventh, Ben. June eleventh. All right, I will watch. Yeah, what, when teams that I care about are playing. <laughs> Croatia, six o'clock in the morning on the thirteenth. What day is that? Sunday. Uh, we'll, so right after we finish the podcast, we'll turn the Sunday game morning, six o'clock in the morning. We'll start the pregame. <laughs> but I, yeah, I'll, I'll tape it. I will tape it. And I will. No, you got to watch it live. You got to watch right. that shit live. All right, I'll, I'll go to I'll go to bed right after the podcast. Get up and I'll, yeah, I'll do it. Mo- I'll do it. Mosey on over I'll, to the TV. I'll, I'll mosey on over to the. I'll just watch it like under and the half, covers. Half awake, half, half asleep. awake, half asleep. Yeah, but I don't agree with that. I I knew more, you wouldn't. That's why I wanted to... more international games. I don't agree with. I'm putting on all the things that Frane hates on this agenda. <laughs> Let's just go to Stockholm. And I know you're going to hate this next one. Go to St. Petersburg. Did you hear, Frane? We I know you any, were... we don't need any games in the U.S. I know. <laughs> we'll just play everything overseas. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Pittsburgh, get your home game October 14th and, Jan- and, and December 10th. Those yeah. are your only two. Your season tickets are two yeah. games. Yeah, exactly. See, see how stupid that sounds now? Well, it's, we're see? talking a couple games. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's a couple 32 games, 32 know, teams, know, there's 17 games. It's a lot of games. Yeah, I know. But I, but I knew you would disagree. Yeah. That's why I had to throw this on the agenda. And the next thing that I know you're going to hate, I know you were... Upset that Anthony Davis went down and the Lakers got bounced from the first round yeah, of the NBA they, playoffs along did, with the Knicks. They did win their 17th championship last year, which yeah. still feels good. No, it should feel good. It should feel good. The Knicks got bounced in the first round, yeah, not, which is like winning a championship for surprising. them. Surprising. Yeah, they, yeah, they're like, we got bounced. Yeah, at least we made it to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. They're going to raise a banner, made it to the playoffs in 2021. And they should. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's baby steps. Baby steps in New York. Not everybody. It's can, been baby steps since 1972. But Harden, but, but Harden went down for the net, so there's still hope that they'll get bounced. So we'll see they about won that. Tonight. Even without Harden, they won tonight. Oh, so. did they? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. they do have the other. You know, they, they do have, have a stack. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hired gun that he has. Next, Ronnie, the USFL. It's funny how you don't give these great players like any <laughs> any. Uh, any credit whatsoever? I mean, Steph Curry. How much? I don't give hate, shooters credit. I mean, how much? I don't you give hate shooters credit. Steph Curry, and he's changed the way we play basketball. I'll give Kobe credit. I'll give Shaq credit. I'll give I mean, LeBron credit. I'll know, give Michael Kevin Jordan Durant, credit. Kevin Durant. He's no, a shooter. Kevin Durant's not only a shooter. He, Kevin Durant is like, in his later Kevin years. Kevin Durant is basically a seven foot dude. Basically, a guy that's the size of a center that can play any position in the except league. center. And you don't, but he doesn't have to. He plays every or for, or he power could. forward. He could. He could play all. He those just positions. doesn't because he doesn't want to touch I mean, another human being. He's just this. He's a he's a physical specimen. I mean, he's just, he is the way he's built is just perfect for basketball. And you give him no credit. Steph Curry is our size, Ben, and he's balling his ass off out there. And you give him absolutely no I credit. Don't give, I don't give shooters credit. Yeah, yeah. I give guys that can play inside and out. Those are the guys that I give credit. They play. Inside and out. Uh, well, no, nobody really plays inside now. <laughs> but I just, just the, the hate on Steph Curry. It's I don't hate. understand it. It's not hate. He's just a shooter. Of uh, the best shooter ever, yeah, but potentially. Yeah. But he, you <laughs> who's know, the but better? At the end of the day, you're gonna say are you gonna say Steve Kerr probably. Steve right Kerr now. probably has a higher. But that's point all average. he did. I don't think he does. But that's all he did was shoot threes. It's, I mean, Steph Curry does close. everything. All right, let's go move on. <laughs> I just don't give shooters credit yeah. or Aaron Rodgers credit. Well, I give, well, Aaron, I give Aaron Rodgers credit for his play. He just he <laughs> just doesn't strike me as a particularly wonderful human being. But Friday, the USFL Shit, before sucks. your time, but the United States Football League is coming back. The XFL, the AAF, and now the USFL. 
is coming back next year, and I knew you would hate this. Yeah, to fail. The first incarnation of the USFL failed after three seasons when the league tried to move games to the f- to the fall and compete with the NFL in 1986. But plans to relaunch the league were announced on Thursday. Spring League founder and CEO Brian Woods has partnered with Fox Sports to bring back the league as an eight-team operation that will play games in the spring of 2022. I'm extremely passionate about football and the opportunity to work with Fox Sports and bring back the USFL in 2022 is an endeavor worth pursuing, Woods said in a statement. We look forward to providing players a new opportunity to compete in a professional football league and giving fans everywhere the best football viewing product possible during what is typically a period devoid of professional football. Where have we heard this before? In addition to the broadcasting games, Fox Fox also owns a majority equity stake in the league. Information on where teams will play and what they will be called has not been announced yet, as far as I know. Although the release announcing the league's return mentions that the new entity retains the rights to the key original team names from the original league, it does not specify which names, so we'll have to wait and see the Denver Gold, Tampa Bay Bandits, and Memphis showboats live to play another day but Friday what say you another league is giving it a shot yeah I mean they'll be as good as the Dallas Cowboys probably good as the Eagles probably good as the Washington football team probably good as the New York Giants I don't think so that's like saying like Alabama could play against the worst team in the NFL they would get blown out Definitely. Yeah, they would definitely, definitely get blown, get blown, out. blown so, out. Yeah, when they, yeah. But we haven't taken a shot yet, so I need yeah. you to say something negative about. Well, actually, just say something negative about something that I like, and I'll have, and I'll force you to do a shot. I like the USFL. I like the AAF. I like the XFL. You uh, hated all three of those leagues. You know what? Fuck Derek Jeter. <laughs> That's well, something. Then you need. That to, is something you love. Take the whole bottle. Than, <laughs> take the whole bottle. The best. The best athlete of the last century. Oh my God! Not Michael Phelps, class guy. <laughs> Not Michael Phelps, best shortstop yeah. to play the game, probably. You know, in the last fifty years, stand-up person. Uh, yeah, I know, but seriously, I was played I was, the game was, the was, right I was, way. I was looking at the NFL news, and I didn't see anything where I could, you know, possibly throw in a jab to, uh, you know, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Because usually you throw in, like, a Dallas Cowboys story where I could say something negative or maybe, like, a, a Brown story where you can say something negative. But I did notice that there was nothing on the agenda tonight where we could actually say yeah, something negative not, about those Not teams. really much news for the, have, for the Cowboys or for the Browns other have, than Joe Burrow's playing well yeah. and Dak Prescott's playing well, at least in practice. Well, I'm glad about that. I'm, I'm happy about that, but I still fuck the Cowboys. But uh, this is our punishment shop, and if we say anything negative about a team in our divisions, I am a Eagles fan. If I say anything negative about a, a team in our division, with the NFC East, I take a shot. If you say anything negative about a team in your division, Ben, which is the AFC North, because you're a Pittsburgh Steelers uh, of fan. Of course, there's no other and, team. And uh, Sonia, if she in does NFL say Germany. anything negative about a team in her division, she's a Seahawks fan. If she says anything negative about anybody in the NFC West, then she takes a shot. She hasn't been on the podcast for a very long time, but eventually she will join us, I, I promise, maybe in 2024, sometime around there. Like I said, right after the, the day Russell Wilson re- leaves retired. the Seahawks or they win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there hasn't been too many reasons on tonight's uh, agenda as far as NFL news is concerned say anything negative about any team in our division we'll just say something negative so we can take a shot because not only is this a sports podcast it is also a drinking podcast and uh, Ben you know what fuck the Cowboys fuck Baker Mayfield
There you go. There Perfect. we go. Yeah, and and you know, I sorry to hurt your feelings. I did not want to say anything negative about Derek Jeter. You really, oh you know, yeah, you, but that's you, the one you, forced, you picked. I didn't, I didn't badmouth Kobe or Shaq. You can't or Magic Johnson or Kareem. And you, I mean, I just went after. I mean, I never. I went after well, the you NFL. Said, you said, you said I went after player. Steph Curry, you said Kevin one Durant, players, one of my players, and 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 Ben loves <laughs> Ben loves Derek Jeter. It doesn't take any talent to play <laughs> hard. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you are. Like when there's fans, there's fans, but then there's being fanatical. You're a fanatic. When well, if it you're comes gonna be a Derek fanatic of, about anybody, it should be Derek Jeter. See, I still don't. See not it. a guy finished his it. career. He's he's ten years away from his career almost now, and still not a nasty. What I like about him, still not one nasty no, no, story I, has ever come yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was about to say. There's been truthful nothing or untruthful negative about Derek Jeter. I mean, there might be some negative stories. I'm not sure how much truth there is to those stories. There's probably some people just trying to create rumors just to. Uh, they never stuck. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, yeah, no steroid I, I take use. It back. No allegations of steroid use. Do, do you, do you accept my apology? I accept I apologize. your apologies on behalf of Derek Jeter, the best <laughs> the best role model and athlete ever to play professional baseball, at least and in the last 50 years. role model is something we don't get, yeah. uh, except for your feel-good stories, Ben, which is coming Exactly. Up. Let's do the shot. Cheers. And this is Aye! the Jim Beam. That is terrible. The Jim Beam vanilla. i to wash it down with some of this And gin. we still have a little bit left. We got a bit, uh, maybe just about a, a quarter of the bottle. Ooh left right there so i have to get something else disgusting oh, 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 this is a punishment shot so it has to be that's you know, not definitely not a top quality top Ugh. shelf drink are they from tennessee or kentucky kentucky uh kentucky oh i can't believe jim beam. actually is yeah kentucky yeah uh, who would claim that company jim beam you love jim beam man I mean, from, well, the ta- from the taste test i like the rye had, i do like the rye yeah I, no jim beam is not terrible it's not terrible. It's better than Jack. Price. For nine ninety nine. No, it's not. For nine ninety nine. For nine ninety nine, you know, for uh, seven hundred fifty milliliters, it is, you know, it's it's quality for the price. That's what it is. You know, it's 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 uh It's the first it's the first brown that ever made me throw up. You know, it's not a twenty five year old scotch, but uh, you know, <laughs> you're not spending twenty five year old scotch money on it. Exactly. Uh but Franny, what do you think about the USFL coming back? Um I mean, it's tell the truth. Like, I mean, it's it's we we we've done this recently so many times with uh, the AAF and the XFL, and we were so excited, you know, to see another league because it's been a long time. I mean, there, there was there was but this league had some bona fide players back in the day. I mean, because the X the original XFL was when the two thousand was about two thousand, right? Yeah, so it's like been about twenty some years or so. And the only other league to take on the NFL was the USFL. I mean, there was obviously the, the you know early in the football days before the NFL existed. I mean, there was two you know different you know leagues that sort of came together to create the NFL. But you know, but there was nobody really taking on until the USFL in the '80s, and then the XFL in the you know 2000s, early 2000s. Doug Flutie, Warren Moon. Yeah, and then now you know the last couple of attempts to. You know, sort of, you know, take the NFL's thunder away. I mean, and it's not, it's not possible. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's possible that any league is going to do that, but at least try to be a financially viable league that fans are going to watch where you can maybe draft quality players from college. That hasn't happened yet. And I don't see, I mean, it, it didn't happen with the AF, it didn't happen with the XFL. I don't see it happening with the USFL. But if you have huge financial backing, if you can have Fox, you need the salary. If you can have, uh, I mean, just, just, I don't know who else is out there. Kia. Kia seems to be in a lot of these things, you know, like in the NBA. I mean, they're big. I mean, Kia's, you know. Are they it, still around? Even after Blake Griffin jumped over the car to uh, the ball? I think, I think they're, still, they still I around. Think they're a sponsor of the NFL, of the, of the uh, NBA. 
Uh, but Welcome also, to the I think, NBA. I Here's a also... car that not a single player would own. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I mean, they make some nice cars. And also, I think in tennis, they're also pretty big in tennis. I mean, if you could have Kia, if you could have, I don't know, Hewlett Packard, I don't know, wh- whoever. I mean, you need some large companies, some financial backing for leagues to survive uh, if there's not enough viewers. You know, if, if you, I mean, you really need to be around. You need to stick around for at least a couple of years for people to take notice because. If you already have viewers that are tuning out after a week, two weeks, you're you're not going to survive, and that's that's been the issue with the XFL and the AAF is people were excited to see it, but once they saw the product on the field, and they the, realized, and the corporate and it's not even piece of close. it was not exactly very well put together, yeah, and it's not even close to the NFL, yeah, yeah, it's it's not. I mean, because you know we not I mean, the the original XFL was actually pretty good. It, it I like the way. The original one, not yeah, the no, not the uh, follow up version, yeah, but the no, original that, one. That's true. That, I mean, well, it was it was a little different. It was it was more WWF. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It was more WWF. So I mean, there was, uh, I mean, so the way they went about that. I mean, the the, the second return of the XFL was more, um, was it was more serious. It was more just you know regular football. Whereas the more the, the original XFL was more playful. It was more theatrical with the you know the the names on the jerseys. Yeah, were yeah. Not the actual it needs jersey. to be yeah. like Instagram post during it's, the game. It's got like it's, it's kind of it's got to be like that. And they did a little bit of that, but they didn't go out you know completely in that direction. I think in order to make it stick, you kind of have to do things a little bit differently. You can't do things like the NFL does. I mean, you know, even with the XFL, the original one, the camera angles and everything that they did. The NFL then, stole it. The NFL stole those things, and now you have those cameras on the field. And the mics and everything, but they kind of tried to copy the NFL so much, but they didn't have the same quality of play on the field, right. and that's why they failed. But I mean, I don't think the USFL is going to survive. I mean, if they can, if they can survive two seasons, two seasons, and have people latch on to it, then I think they have a chance. But if it's like the same thing with the AF and the USFL, if it's only you know one or two week thing where people are paying attention, they kind of tune out completely. It's going to fail the exact same way, and people are going to lose their money. I yeah. mean, like you know, any sponsors will lose their money, and they're yeah. going to be like, you know what, we're going to cut our losses and we're going to move on. But what do you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. I mean, they need enough money. I mean, that, that's what kept the original USFL viable for as long as it was, is that they were able to draw in talent with huge salaries Maybe. and and pretty lucrative contracts. Maybe Which, I mean, they should have paid like whatever it was, like because a, I think one hundred twenty thousand yeah, dollars for Trump, the season or Trump something. Trump was a part of that, right? Trump, I think, he, was he was part of the USFL. He actually destroyed the generals. I think it was, mm-hmm. he owned the generals, and I think it was, I think it was actually, I think it was actually, uh, he was one of the strongest proponents of moving the league to the fall to try to directly compete with the NFL, yeah, that's, that's which is what idea. killed the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, they were playing earlier in the year. I I mean, and I think that it would be like starting another basketball league or another baseball. But they had big-name players, though. They, they did. Actually, guys that but went But they couldn't the take on the – even yeah. back then, they couldn't take on the NFL. Because the NFL wasn't as strong as it is now. I mean, the NFL is a juggernaut now. Yeah. Back then, it was still a very big, strong league, but it's not the same – it's not the same level it is right now. Yeah, it's like, you know, I mean, Amazon, trying to take on Amazon or trying to take on Google. I mean, you you have to do something, like Chronic said, something different than what they're doing because you can't beat them on their own turf. And that's sort of what the USFL, you know, they got a little too big for their britches and tried to do that. I think if they had kept the league sort of away from the, the NFL season and kept those salaries high, it could have been something that sort of – you know, like in in, in NFL, I mean, in, the, in Europe, they got fifty five soccer leagues all over the yeah, place. But, but those you know, soccer got, leagues, those soccer leagues are within their own country, and those soccer leagues compete against one another. But they have their own individual leagues, whereas in the U.S., it's 
it's within the same country. It's like having the NBA and then, you know, a slightly smaller NBA. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I mean, you're not going to have, you know, uh, you know, La Liga in, in Spain. I mean, you're not going to have the second division and the third division, but you're not going to have another league that's going to take on La Liga. It's gonna, it's basically that's the top. There's, there's You're not going to meet that level of competition. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I hope they can be somewhat viable and attract that sponsorship to to draw players in with with the viable salaries with with the salaries like the AF salaries were so low. I mean they were I mean they were buying their own equipment. They were mm-hmm. getting paid whatever it was one hundred fifty thousand dollars or three hundred thousand dollars for the whole season, something like that. Uh, even the higher you know I mean everybody got paid the same amount. I think it was in the AF like everybody That's got paid the same amount. Not fair. But the kicker gets paid as much as the quarterback. That's not fair. But then again, you do have the situation in the NFL where you know the NFLPA is run by a bunch of players that make millions and millions and millions of dollars, and, yep. they, and then they fuck everybody else by getting them to vote for things that only help Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then you got offensive linemen, you know, with with traumatic brain injuries, making five hundred thousand dollars a year for four seasons, and then they're like, bye bye. Yeah, well, you know, I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. Uh, but I, I think that they, I would like to see it succeed. No health insurance for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I would like to see it succeed. Because no, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to, like right now. I wouldn't mind watching football right now. Right now, right now is a good time. Right now is a good time, like you said. But not in right February, after, right after the Super Bowl. Right after the Super Bowl, where everybody's coming off of like the the NFL high. You know, I mean, because you have a little bit, you need a little bit of time to relax yeah. after you do something fun. I mean, you, you're watching it from you know from basically September. And really getting into it in October, November, and then the playoffs, and you're so excited, and the Super Bowl happens, and then you come off of that climax, and then it's like, I need a little bit of a rest. Yeah, now. Even I didn't want to. I need you know at least a month. Give us a month, yeah. just to at want least. football yeah. back. Because I didn't even want. I mean, I, I remember when the AF launched last last year, year before whatever yeah. it was. I couldn't. I couldn't get really into watching it because it was literally the week after the Super Bowl, and you just come off that high. You know, you're you have a barbecue, you, you eat food, you watch the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, you've invested, you know, whatever it is, four months of your life. I mean, into basically, it. we don't do anything on the weekend. It, I yeah. mean, I seriously, on Sundays, I do absolutely nothing except watch football all day long. From here in LA, what else is there to on do? On the West Coast, it's 10 a.m. on the on the East Coast. Yeah, they start a little bit later, but in the, on the on the West Coast, it's basically an all all day, day affair. Thing. You know, from 10 a.m. in the morning, you got those those first you know games morning going games. on, and then you got the 1 p.m. games, and then you got the Sunday night game. And you have the Monday night game. So, I mean, it's like, it's basically an all day affair and you need a little bit of really a little break, a little, a little, little bit break. Of so give us until like March or April. And then when we're really jonesing because, you know, the, the NBA playoffs are a little ways off, you know, unless you're a hockey fan, hockey, I guess is being played at that point. Hockey's I have a game. It's, it's still being still played play apparently. Uh, but I mean, the NBA I the playoffs not, start like in June. For is, the, does hockey have a playoffs? I mean, are they, I've seriously, I've not paid any attention to hockey uh, whatsoever. I think the Canadians were playing the other day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I saw something on trending on Twitter. Yeah. There was a hockey well, Canadians game. are always playing hockey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, not I, only the Canadians. I hope. I hope they do well. I mean, not not spectacularly well, but I I would like to see, you know, a league where where a lot of the guys that never get a chance to f- actually see the field, mm-hmm. maybe have an opportunity to play before the NFL season starts, and if they excel, they have an opportunity to play in the NFL. Because a lot of those guys, you'd never. They may be. They may be quality players. They may not. But unless you play for the Philadelphia Eagles, and you know there's going to be, you know, eleven or twelve injuries in the first two weeks, and you're on the practice squad, you know you got a pretty good chance of starting for them at some point during the season. But unless you play for the Eagles, and only or, the Eagles, or unless you play for much. Washington, you know you don't. You don't. You don't think you're going to see the field. And these guys really don't get a chance to showcase 
their skills. There are other guys like Russell Wilson and and you know Tom Brady and guys that went in the fifth, sixth, seventh, you know, yeah. late rounds that are that are on those teams that are on those practice squads and they don't ever get a chance to see the field. Mm-hmm. No, I agree, but I I mean I hope it does succeed, but I highly doubt that it will. All right, Brian, are you ready to move on? I am ready to move on. <laughs> Plus, I'm a counterculture guy. You know, I'm always looking for uh, the uh, someone to take on the big fish. Uh, but Friday, we, I had this on the agenda for like four straight weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to touch on the Super Bowl odds for next year or for the 2022 Super Bowl uh, of the 2021 season. I want to get your thoughts on what the odds are for some of these teams, because I want to see if you think there's any opportunities to make some money here. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, obviously number one here. I think it should be the Bucks, mm-hmm. but the Chiefs are at plus four fifty, and the Buccaneers are at plus seven hundred. What do you think about those two teams being flip flop the way they are? Which I, I, I would put the Bucks. I was going to say the Bucks. You can make some pretty decent money right there. I mean, the they, Bucks. I, I mean, plus seven hundred. It they seems like they're the a better players. team. They got better players. They have all their twenty two starters back. Plus mm-hmm. they got plus they added players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they might be a little too high on the Chiefs there. What do you think? I think so. I think so. I would, I would actually flip flop those two teams. I mean, you know, like Kansas City, obviously, but I, you know, even at plus four fifty, plus seven hundred, I would say, you know, maybe a plus four fifty, maybe a plus six hundred. Yeah. Know, I mean, you know, plus seven hundred is still kind of high for the Bucks. I mean, you can make some pretty decent yeah, money right there. I, I agree. I will, the be putting, have I will be putting a pretty up, good up a bet chance, down right on that team. Pretty good chance to uh, to repeat, which is really difficult in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Just because mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes says they're going to go twenty and zero, doesn't yeah. mean they're going to go twenty mm-hmm. and zero. Yeah, the Ravens at number Ravens three. at number three at plus twelve hundred. I think that. That's crazy, I, right? I don't think they should be right there. I think the Bills, which are next, should be a little bit higher. I, I think they should be the third position right there. The Ravens plus twelve hundred for mean, the Ravens. I, I, I'm not sure. Really? Yeah, I don't get yeah, it. No, I don't. I don't see that. No, that's a lot of love for Lamar Jackson there. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Franny said, the Bills come in also at plus twelve hundred. The Rams right there with Matthew Stafford unproven in the playoffs. The Rams coming in at plus twelve hundred. That seems high. Yeah. No, uh, no, I think that's about right. I would say the Rams are just about He's right never, there with Matthew he has Stafford. No history in the playoffs, but they no have, playoff they still pedigree. Have, they have a good team put together right there. They do. They do. But the 49ers, are, I think, are a little high. Lakers I think the 49ers at fourteen hundred are a little high right there. It, 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 you know, right behind the Bills and the Rams. And you have the Niners. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the Rams to me need to be a little lower. The Niners at plus fourteen hundred. I probably have the. I'd probably have the Niners more. See, like this plus is two, stupid. Plus two thousand. I'm just looking a little bit further down this list. Oh, maybe I might have to do another shot here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about this segment. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland Browns coming in. At, well, where were you? Where were you going with that? Oh, a little bit further down, where we see the Dallas Cowboys. That is complete bullshit. The oh, yeah, like, Dallas Cowboys are not gonna win the Super Bowl. But plus twenty five hundred. That's, I, I, that's, I, I, that's I, I, up I, I, there. I, I, that's, that's, uh, but they're pretty high up. To, I mean, I'd say the Cardinals are better. I'd say the Chargers have a better chance. I would say even the Miami Dolphins have a better chance. Cleveland Browns at plus sixteen hundred. I think is way high for them. Let's do another. Let's do a half yeah, a shot. Let's do a little bit of a the, shot. The right fucking there. Browns should not be not, plus sixteen hundred. I, I don't disagree with that. I think the Browns. Oh my God. Baker Mayfield. Kevin Stefanski can whittle all the wisdom and all the little tricks he wants. He's still got Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. That's that's just that's the way it goes. They've got a great team. They've got a good running game. They've got the receivers. They've got a good defense. They've got a decent offensive line. They've got all of the things they need. But but it is still the Cleveland Browns, the the Los Angeles Clippers, the the Los Angeles Chargers. These teams are all in the same bucket. They pushed the Chiefs to the brink. I mean, they were the closest to beat the Chiefs, right there. They oh, were, other, other than and then, but they did the not. AFC. But they did not well, yeah. beat the Chiefs. Well, let's. Where, where's your shot? And 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 you're talking about the Cleveland Browns. They've also got to deal with the Chiefs, with the Steelers, with the Ravens, that's true. with the Chargers, that's true that. I mean, with everybody else that's in that league. 
Uh-huh. That's Green Bay Packers plus 1,800. That should be about plus 4,000. No. This, well, it depends on who the quarterback this, this is. Tells me that, this tells me that the they think that Aaron Rodgers will be playing He'll for them back. next year. He'll be back. I'm sure surprised that's back. not off the board. Let's sure do the shot. Team. Because I'm actually surprised it's not. The off reason the board. I'm taking a shot is because only a few rungs down, the Denver Broncos plus twenty. Plus, uh, they're above the Cowboys. The how is that even possible? Drew Locke, man, that that is Drew. That Drew is Locke is the future. That doesn't make of any car sense. dealerships in Denver. And then you have the Colts <laughs> with Wentz over there. I'm not sure Wentz is. He's going to compete with John Elway for the number of car dealerships uh, in that town. But the the Dallas Cowboys, not too far down the list, right there. The, the Colts Dallas at two thousand. I know the Dallas Cowboys played in a terrible division. I, I would put the Cowboys way higher than that. Way higher. Way higher. <laughs> way I'd probably, higher. I'd probably you put, would the, put them above the Browns. I'd put the I put the Cowboys probably at about plus seventeen hundred. Above the Seattle Seahawks? Yep. The Cowboys. Yep. You got Des Pres- Dak Prescott. You got CeeDee Lamb. You got the rest of the receivers on that team. You got Gallup. You got a decent tight end. You got a great, Ezekiel great offensive Pollard. line. You got Pollard. You got Elliott. And you got a defense that, that they went out and buttressed nah. for free agency and in no, the draft. they're not doing shit. And they got the best quarterback in that <sighs> division by far. I would put the Cowboys higher. You want to do another the, shot? The best quarterback in that division is Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> shot. I just took a shot. Well, you shouldn't have said I just that. Took then. A shot. You shouldn't have said that. Then uh, a little shot. Because I, I just took a shot. Because I was going to say something negative. So I, I, it was. Well, we're going to end this segment. We'll we'll uh, we'll run to the restroom. We'll come back with the rest of the pre- show. It was a preemptive shot. Yeah, but then you couldn't I... stop yourself. You couldn't stop yourself after that. Oh, Cardinals man. coming in at plus 3,000. I think the Cardinals are a better team than the Cowboys. No, the Cardinals really proved are. last year that Cliff Kingsbury. They, they, they proved that they're better than the, is, than the Cowboys. He's, he's all backyard, no cattle. Yeah, well, he has a he's nice all beautiful house and and no, no coachy. No, no, no coachy. coachy, all no coachy. No, all, no coachy, all interior design. Great interior design, by the way. <sighs> but the Chargers still, I mean, yeah, the Chargers, Chargers are plus, I'd put the Chargers higher, way higher. Yeah, I'd that, put the that, Chargers at plus 2,000, not plus 3,000. Exactly. I can't wait to put these bets in. But let, let, let's just go, okay, so we got Miami, we got New England. Yeah, Miami at three, plus 3,000, Miami's got to be higher than that. Seattle plus The Miami 3, team is, they got a great team. If Tua can play well, they've got a great team. But he won't. And then we have, I mean, Tennessee. The Patriots at plus down, 3,000. Look how far down Tennessee is right there. Seattle Seahawks at plus 3,000. Wow. But let's That's an at, insult. Let's look at. The Pittsburgh, the Saints plus thirty five hundred. Look at where the fucking Steeler. Yeah, the Bears. See? The Bears are tied with the Titans. Andy yeah. Dalton. Andy Dalton is tied with Ryan Tannehill and Mike Rabel against Matt Nagy and fucking Andy Dalton. Are you serious? Yep. Yep. I mean, I know yep. Justin Fields could play, but yeah, I, I might even. That's move, crazy. You know, the Vikings, I'd move above. The Chicago Bears, and even I would move them above the Saints. I mean, the Saints. What I mean, the, the Saints don't have Drew Brees anymore. At plus three thousand, Saints thirty five hundred, Bears four thousand, Titans four thousand, Vikings four thousand, the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus five thousand. Yeah, that's really disrespect. Really disrespect. Really the same as the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, I I even think the Raiders are kind of low on. Sorry, Seth I mean the Raiders. The Raiders are below the Panthers. I mean, I, 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 I mean, well, yes, five thousand plus five thousand for the Panthers, plus sixty six hundred for the Raiders. They think the Raiders are going to be a worse team this season uh, as far as you know Super Bowl odds. I don't know. About but that. what do you think about the Steelers coming in at five thousand? Plus five thousand. Yeah, no, I, I think the Steelers are going to have a pretty decent season next season. 
Uh, that seems crazy to me. Yeah, it is. Ra- uh, and then the rest of the teams here. Raiders. I mean, I mean, even the Falcons. I think the Falcons could perform better than that. Plus I mean, eight thousand. Yeah, Giants. Plus, Eagles. What mean, do you think Eagles about are... the Jets and the Eagles tied? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with that. Right now, I don't know what to expect oh, from the come Eagles. Come on. I don't know what to expect from the Eagles. Come on. I mean, the Jets would a rookie. I mean, they've had many, many rookie well, the Eagles quarterbacks. Pretty the much Jets have, have a, had many rookie quarterbacks the in Eagles their time. Pretty much have a rookie quarterback right now. Uh, they do, but they got a better. History, they got a better new coach. coach. No, it's a new coach. I mean, you don't you don't know what to expect from Sirianni. You don't know what to expect from Robert Sala either. I expect more from Robert Sala than he's got. Than he's Sirianni. a defensive coordinator. He had, he had a few yeah. years under his belt as a DC. Yeah, I mean, he's never coached as a head coach before. I think I think that the the, the Jets should be lower than the Eagles mm. for sure. Yeah, it's Bengals at ten thousand. Shouldn't the Bengals be higher? I would say so. I, say I think so. got Joe Just Burrow. They actually have. A, if you look at their roster, they have a really talented roster. The Bengals do. I know they're the Bengals. But they've got a talented roster, and by all accounts, they have what what would have been or could have been mm-hmm. right up there with Rookie of the Year, uh, Joe Burrow last year for, with uh, Justin Herbert. I think the Bengals should be a little higher than could that. be a little bit, just not much, but a little bit. It's, it's worth putting a hundred bucks down on that. Yeah, on the Bengals plus yeah. ten thousand, that could yeah. happen. Uh, Jaguars twelve plus twelve five hundred. Yeah, these other teams, this, this makes sense. The Lions and the Texans finish it up at twenty five. But I wouldn't put the Texans plus twenty five thousand. I, I wouldn't put the Texans last. I'd probably put the the Jets last. Or the Jets hate Ben. You love the Jets. I love the Jets, but I mean, I mean Zach Wilson. Yeah, they got some talent on that team, and I and I love the Jets fans podcast, but they're still the Jets. At the end of the day, they are still the New York Jets. So let's just not forget that. But I still can't believe the Cleveland Browns. Look at them up there. Sixteen hundred. Yeah. The the fucking Niners at fourteen hundred. Yeah, that, that, that I just don't understand. Doesn't make much sense. Well, yeah. you love Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe single-handedly he's going to... No, no. He's going to... No, but I think that's, that they're not going to... Yeah, that, that, no. That's not going to That's crazy. That's too high. All right. Franny, you want to take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. And we'll break. be right back. What's next up on a big board after that? Next up, Ben, is our shout-out to our new and loyalists. Oh, let's there. finish that up before right. we take a break. All right. Franny's looking to get to the bathroom. I am looking. He's shuffling his papers am, over there. I am, I am. Let's go. Thank you all to our new listeners, as well as our loyal listeners that have been with us for a long, long time. We appreciate each and every one of you. We want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for taking time out of your day or your night to listen to our show. Since 2018, we've been a show by football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, Thirsty Gold com or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger. Just one person that you know or someone, you know, in these times when we all need to get along better, someone that you don't know. Just say, hey, do you like football? <laughs> I see that you have a cowboy license plate on your truck, on your car, on your motorcycle. You know what? That Big Ben 7 Why license that plate that, that I saw, seven? that was actually pretty impressive. Yeah. Why don't that you? was pretty impressive. Yeah, see? It was an all-black truck with the with the Steelers stickers on the back of the window with the Big Ben 7. It was not only was the Big Ben 7 California license plate, like the white and blue one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the black and yellow. Yeah, well, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. That, I give that guy credit. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's expensive. Yeah. So, you know. And he lives in Simi Valley, so that makes you know. sense. <laughs> because he was getting run off the freeway right there in his huge truck. Like, yeah, this makes sense. It's rolling coal yeah. up there. You know, just beep at someone or just run into him at the gas station and say, hey, you know. It looks like you like football. Check out the Thirsty Goal podcast on all the podcasters in the universe. And you can also check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music. Everywhere. We'll be right back with what's next up on the big board after that. Next up on the big board, Ben, is our feel good (laughs) story. We'll be right back with our feel good story. 
Oh man, I love that new bumper, Ben. I mean, I you, knew you would like the the one. You wanted me to remind you, but I completely forgot about it. Like before the podcast started, you said, "Hey, remind me of this new bumper," and I completely forgot. But yeah, I do like that new one. That's a nice one. You know, you know how I like the EDM. Yeah, for sure. And I had yeah. to find a, you know, one that reminded me of you know Europe in yeah, the summertime because we're not going. Yeah. No, well, no, maybe, no. maybe. I, I I might go. You might go. I'm gonna fuck all you y'all, might, you, and I'm you, gonna be like, go. I'm gonna shit in you. You know. <laughs> I mean, if that if that bar was open down the street from Sonia's mom's place, I would be giving it much more <laughs> consideration. But apparently, that one's not coming back. Uh, there was one like maybe directly you open your own bar. What? Over I'm, there. Like, that's what I want to do on vacation. No, 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 no. Just, open a bar. Just hire other people. You want to open for three weeks. You're like the owner. All you do is you have to sit there, drink by the coast, <laughs> and you know tell other people what to do. Why, as you drink like Ardbeg 10 the entire day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just wish that one, I mean, uh, the, it was a storm that, that blew that one down <laughs> and they decided not to reopen it, which is really depressing. It was a big storm. It, it was a big storm, <laughs> but I mean, it would have been nice because otherwise like, there's no place I can really walk Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's, from there. there. There'll be something to replace it, I'm sure. Uh, well, if yeah. there is, yeah. I might, I might yeah. go. But I mean, you, I, you like, I can't live on, I can't live on at Sabon. Yeah, and and the ice yeah, cream but you, place. You, you, you actually don't hang out that much when you're over there. Yeah, Every, I'm like, I, hey Ben, what are you doing tonight? Like, I don't hear. It's like crickets. Like you know, vipers just complete crickets. I don't hear anything from Ben until the morning. Where it's like, oh, sorry, I passed out. Well, it is vacation. You can't yeah. go out every night. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, Friday because drinks can... for like three weeks straight, <laughs> and then he comes home and rests and like, for like I need an to entire at least year. Rest on my vacation. Yeah, but I, I I rest for my entire year. I do my drinking and going out while I'm over there. Yes, that's that's what that's what vacations are for. So you can get shit faced occasionally, well, almost every night, and then rest. You can sleep until twelve o'clock noon. You know, at you your house, until you noon, can. Yeah, that's true. And then you go to the beach. You relax, you hang out, you take a shower, and you do it all over again. Re- re- rinse, repeat, recycle. How does that go? Yeah. Rinse, rinse recycle, repeat. Rinse, recycle, repeat. One of those. I'll just wait till Franny's, uh hits the big 5-0. Franny, That's what's, when you should be doing it the most. What's next up on the big board, Franny? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our feel-good story. But yeah, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very disappointed. I went out a lot this last time. Oh, you did. A lot for me. <laughs> Spent time, you know, in, in whatever Prague and Vienna and everything. And after that, it was like crickets. So like, I'm like, it wasn't sending, crickets. I'm I like sending out. messages. I'm like, hey, we're going out tonight. I went out quite a bit. We're going the out. Last time. Like, oh, no, where's Ben? Where's Ben? Oh, like, I went out. And I can see you seeing it because you got those two little purple check marks. And I can, I know you're looking at it, but like, oh, no, I'm sleeping. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm going to bed. Not true. I'm going to bed. Time. Not true. Not true. <laughs> All right. This week got our feel good story. It's okay. My feelings aren't hurt. <laughs> yes. Apparently they are. You know, the one time I, I hold the on last to time I did go out, we had to chase one of, you know, what do you got? Like, remember that? It, where, uh, what's his name was running around on the bike? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, hey, whatever. It, yeah, but it was, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it's always a good time yeah. in Croatia. <laughs> on the coast. On the coast. Uh, Florida or former Florida Gators quarterback CJ Henderson's first full offseason as an NFL player has been all about education. After earning his college degree in April, having completed classes during during and after his rookie season with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Henderson has donated $250,000 on his rookie deal to his alma mater, Columbus High School in Miami, Florida, for renovations to the school's athletic training center. My brother and I will never forget our experience at Columbus. The faculty, the coaching staff go above and beyond to help their students succeed, Henderson said via statement. 
This gift is a way for me to give back to the school who helped me so much. It feels good to know that I will play a part in helping future student athletes at Columbus. Henderson attended Columbus from 2013 to 2017, playing football and running back for the Explorers before spending three seasons at the University of Florida. His brother, Xavier Henderson, a rising sophomore receiver at Florida who is expected to take on a large role in the Gators' offense this offseason, attended Columbus from 2016 to 2020. Following his successful career at UF, in which Henderson earned three various All-SEC honors, the South Florida native was selected ninth overall in the 2020 NFL Draft by the Jags. At the age of 22, Henderson can not only not only the rare feat of making the NFL, but may also pat himself on the back for major academic accomplishments and philanthropy. Plans for the 2,000-square-foot center include areas for evaluation, treatment, and rehabilitation. There will be, oh, that sounds like uh, you know a night out with Frane in, uh, in Croatia. Evaluation, tre- so you, you talk about, figure out what you did, then you receive your treatment, and then you got to rehab before the, the next night out. There will be whirlpools and hydrotherapy massage chairs. It sounds like a good high school. And training I'm tables for a variety of therapeutic modalities, as well as for nutrition and storage spaces. The statement for Columbus read, The Henderson Family Training Center, which Columbus has decided to name after Henderson for his donation, is set to open in August of 2021. We are so grateful to CJ and the entire Henderson family for the generous gift, said school president Thomas Khrushchev. The Henderson name on this facility will serve as an inspiration to all Columbus explorers. Franny, what say you? I would say watch your money. I mean, uh, this that's is a, a lot rookie. of money for a rookie. I know that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's. I mean, the, the other players that we've talked about. In at least the past it, it, it didn't go to have, it, it didn't go to Bentley's. It went to uh, yeah. no, but, I mean, his no, high school. No, no, it's great work, but not what Antonio Brown did with his uh, yeah the interior of his car. Yeah. What would he do? He like did like, this crazy interior of it was either a Rolls or a Bentley or. Uh-huh. Something, but it and, was and it was he, like four hundred thousand dollars to do the interior. Of and, the car. And, and he needs a lot of money for his legal issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, for uh, you know, for on a rookie deal, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, you know, great that he's helping out the community and everything. But uh, that, that that you know, let's let's get on with your career first and see how much money you can make before you start throwing down that that type of money. Um, but no, I mean, I, it is it is amazing that he is already giving back. You know, to his community, but a lot of the players that we've talked about have been established players. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's, he's only. Year. Yeah, he's, I mean, but still, I mean, he's still on his rookie deal. Um, so I mean, you just never know when that money might dry up. But um, yeah, it's no. probably only thirteen or fourteen million dollars, fifteen yeah. million dollars over yeah. the course of his five year. De- he's going to have know, a four year deal with yeah. a five fifth year option, and who knows if it's going to be on that? But you know, two hundred fifty G's good for him. Yeah, you know? that's a lot of money, yeah. and to a team or to a school in. You know, in Florida, where they probably mm-hmm. don't have the, they don't have the highest property taxes mm-hmm. in Florida, so the schools don't get funded that well. But you know, good for him. Uh, and he graduated, and he actually went back and finished his degree while he was playing football. It's funny how you about that, about that, like you know, the the the, the taxes that they pay in in Florida. And well, if he did it in Jersey, I'd be like, well, I mean, Jersey, you know, yeah, you know yeah. you, taxes are twenty thousand dollars on a four thousand dollar house, so you know, the school should be all right. They said they should they should be paying for these rehab facilities, but in Florida, well, they you know, yeah, uh, know so much. they might not even have air conditioning. So let's they probably <laughs> need the money a little it's bit more. As shit over there. Yeah, but Miami and that area, you know, very very warm, very balmy <laughs> temperatures. But I mean, this is awesome. I mean, he he went in the first round. He didn't forget about where he came from and the coaches and and the people that helped him at his high school. Not alone his college, but his high school. 
Mm-hmm. And that's really amazing. I know. And I wanted to highlight that. Coming on the of heels course. of Charles Barkley doing, you know, something similar to the lead school district given yeah, well, something he, like three hundred grand. He has he established his career a long time ago and he has a career right now. Uh but uh, you know, for, for somebody coming off their rookie deal, you know, throwing that type of money around, it was great, but watch your finances. <laughs> Fridays. <laughs> T.J. Waterhouse. (laughs) Edward Jones says, C.J. Henderson, come see us at your earliest convenience. It appears you may be donating too much. T.D. Ameritrade. Your philanthropy is over-philanthropizing. Sometimes, yes. I mean, you're being very generous, and that is amazing. But, you know, watch your money because, you know, the NFLPA doesn't really watch out for you. So, you know, you, you might have to watch out for those... Uh, those injuries that you've sustained in the future exactly. because they won't cover you. Especially playing cornerback for the Jags. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be very, very busy. Yeah. All right. Watch Bye. yourself. All right, friend. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben is our stat of the week. I didn't skip over it this time like I did two weeks ago. And what do we have as oh, the yeah. stat we gotta come, of the week? We got to come up with a theme song for our stat of the week, although it will go away during the regular season yeah. when we have many, yeah. many games to Six talk hour about. Six-hour-long podcast. But exactly. <laughs> Starting with game uh, game one on the schedule. <laughs> uh, let's let's break that down. Let's talk about this for about half an hour. We got the film? Uh, <laughs> let's, let's break out the film. Got the all-22 for that game? Let's talk that. <laughs> Uh, you got the NFL sound effects <laughs> for that game? Exactly. Uh, we're going to rank the top 10 defenses going into 2021, yep. according to the sports juggernaut that is CBS NFL. Uh, we're going to rank the top 10 defenses starting at number 10 to number one, according to CBS, of course. Number 10, Franny. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts. Actually, I, I thought, I, I, you know, they were ranked pretty high in the Super Bowl odds, too. They, for my liking, with a quarterback that couldn't play last year. Yeah, but I mean, as far as their uh, their defense, they actually had a very solid defense last yeah. season, and I would actually expect them to be a little bit higher on this list, not at number ten. I'll expect them to be maybe you know around number five. I mean, they they were actually really? pretty impressive All last right. season. All right, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, Bobby, they're good. Kerrike, Kenny Moore, Rocky Sin, Xavier Rhodes, Xavier Rhodes. Come on now, Justin <laughs> Houston, uh, Deniso Autry. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm Mahabin. surprised you got his name right. Yeah, I'm surprised to say Javier. He's very, <laughs> you try to get very international with the hard X with these with these names. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're killing me. Number nine. Like, is he from Eastern Europe? Javier <laughs> <laughs> from Eastern Europe with an X. Yeah, Xavier. Javier Rhodes. Javier Rhodes. 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 He played. I think he's from Spain. <laughs> Uh, number nine is, is New Orleans. Belarus. <laughs> Belarus. And he's definitely lucky to be here now. Uh, New Orleans Saints, Friday, coming in at number nine. Uh, I don't know about that. What? You don't well, no love for the Saints? The, the defense I, I, is I all they got. I don't, I, don't, I don't have any more love for the Saints. No. I, it's I, all they got. Breeze left, I'm done. <laughs> Breeze left, I'm done. We're not going to talk about defense. But they, their defense, I mean, the last couple of years has been very well, good. It has, has improved. Yeah, with sure. Cam Jordan, Sheldon Rankins. Janoris Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins coming in, but he's a little older. Trey Hendrickson. I love I mean, Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, he's just but older. He's just getting old. Uh, coming in number eight, the L.A. Rams. Friday, everybody's favorite L.A. Rams. Yeah, I, I'd. Uh, I, I, that's a good ranking right there. I would place them just about at that position in the league, at number eight. I mean, a very solid. They stout are solid defense. 
Uh, and I, I, and by I, all accounts, Jared Goff is uh, rolling. He's he's rolling cold. Yeah, I'm sure. In yeah. in Detroit, yeah, everyone we'll is high on Jared Goff yeah, right now. Just, it, in yeah. Detroit, mm-hmm. I'm not very high on him at all. <laughs> I wasn't very high on him as a Ram. <laughs> all he did was get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, they, their defense was better then. <laughs> Number seven, the Denver uh, future home of Aaron Rodgers. The Denver Broncos, Friday. What say you about the Denver Broncos coming in at number seven? Hoping Von Miller can have a comeback that's, here. That's pretty much the only thing they have is defense. Their offense has, well, ever even even when Peyton Manning was there, it was pretty terrible. I mean, their defense was the reason they won that Super Bowl. Anybody could play quarterback the Super for that Bowl, But I mean, their defense has been their 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 uh, their strong point. It, yeah, their, their, I mean, their offense Chubb. has struggled. I mean, immensely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. But your luck. I Not mean, even close. That's, I mean, why, that's, that's why they're right in the top 10 in terms of Super Bowl odds. Yeah, well, Number six, your Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'd say that's a good that's a good ranking for them. They have, they a, have, good, a, they have young, a young, really, scary defense. Exactly. They have a really good, young defensive team. They played well last season. And, you know, they could be scary. Another, another year, another year of experience with this team. Yeah, like you said. Could be scary. Yeah, I agree. I think the I think the Dolphins are coming in just about exactly where they should be. Number five, Whoa. the Pittsburgh Steelers, coming in at number five. Ronnie, what yeah. say you? Nope. Good. Even though, good. even though, according they to, lost according to Vegas, they are near the dead last in terms of Super Bowl yeah, odds. But they lost. They lost a few players on defense, though. Ben. They did. They, they did. did. They lost Alex Highsmith. They lost Bud Dupree. They lost uh, what's his name. They lost a corner and a safety. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, was, but they still have Cam Hayward, Stefan Tuitt, Tyson Alulu, Devin Bush, Vince Williams, Joe Hayden, Mick Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds, and Cam Sutton, and Justin Lane. Good defense. And TJ Watt. And TJ Watt as well. All right. Yeah. Now it's a good defense right there. Do uh, you think that's a good that's a fair rating for them? Uh do you think do you think well, it's fair? Highsmith's that, actually coming back. Do you I think, think Highsmith's on Do you think it's fair that they're rated below uh, the Ravens? I think they should be number two. <laughs> Actually, the Steelers should have the number two defense. I think they would. I mean, if if they didn't lose so many players, they probably would be. Yeah, but the guys they lost. I mean, I mean, Bud Dupree, Steven Nelson. But I think Bud Dupree. I mean, Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree was, but we couldn't pay him. Yeah, I know you couldn't pay him, but I'm just saying if you could Fucking keep. Ben, that, it, it's if, nice to have a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he was injured. He got injured last year. Don't know how he's going to return, but um, if if they had him on, they might be a number maybe three or two with him. Uh, that's rough. I mean, it is rough. Number four, Baltimore Ravens. Eventually, oh, something's yeah, got to give. This is the AFC right <laughs> Something's got to give with the with the AFC Baltimore. North right here, Ben, huh? I know. Three teams in a row. But something's got to give with the Ravens. They can't they, they can't play at this level on defense year after year after year after yeah, year. They, they just they, can't. They, they do every single year. I mean, but they can. Eventually, something's got to give. They've done it under Jim Harbaugh. They've always been They've always been solid at that, that position. I mean, their defense has always been their strong point. It has, but I think this is too high. I think the Steelers have a better defense than the Baltimore Ravens. I'd say that I'd say they're about tied. They're 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 both pretty close right there. I can't say anything nice about yeah. the Ravens. Number three, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns Good. coming in at number three. What say you about that, Friday? That seems high. I don't disagree with it. You don't, you think the Browns should be number three? Uh, around there, yeah, I think around there. Greg Newsom in the draft, Denzel Ward, Greedy Washington, Greedy Williams, Grant Depoit, Davion Clowney. Ugh, good luck to that. <laughs> Takaris McKinley, Miles Garrett, Malik Jackson, Tommy Tagai, Andrew Billings, Jordan Elliott, Anthony Walker, Jeremy Owusu Komara or Karama. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Karamoa. Karamoa. But this team, this I mean, I know Clowney came in cheap, but I I think the Browns should probably be about number eight. I, I just don't think they're I don't think they're as good as well, the Ravens I, or the Steelers. 
Uh, I, th- I think all the teams are sort of jumbled together. I think you can, you but this know. Is, so this, this is a pretty good division here. Just, I, just, just I know. It. It's much better than NFC East, that's for sure. But uh, no, so the, Alabama the, might be able to they, take they, one they, of those they, teams. The, the Cleveland Browns. I mean, the Cleveland Browns are, you know, three, four, five, somewhere around there. I mean, I, I don't think they're much worse than the rating is right here, Ben. I think it's a little bit of bias on your uh, on your part. Just because, uh, just because they beat us two weeks in a row, uh, last yeah, season. that might have a little bit to do with it, and yeah. and bounces from the playoffs uh, in the first a round, bit, yeah, no animosity there, no, no, not at all. Oh, coming to number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they should probably be three Steelers coming in at number two, but uh, I, I, the Bucks defense, I love that Steelers defense. The Bucks, it's de- not the same Steelers defense as it was in the past. The Bucks Still, defense played as good as they are, as well as you could play last year. They they made Patrick Mahomes look like a rookie in the playoffs, out there. especially yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, during the regular season, their defense wasn't. I think they were sort of middle of the road. Yeah, in they the came regu- together in but the playoffs. In man. the playoffs, they really stepped it up. I mean, they just played. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. that, well, I can't remember what the guy's name is. Ah, uh, the safety that is, or the linebacker that essentially put his you know yeah, stuck yeah. Tyreek Hill. Paid the fine and gladly donated yeah, his money. God, it's funny how quickly we forget these. Guys. But it was, I mean, they they really manhandled that team. They mm-hmm. took Tyreek Hill out of that game plan. They were all over Patrick Mahomes in that Super Bowl. It should not have happened the way it did. That Buccaneers defense is underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, your Washington football team. Yeah. Finally, a team from the NFC East somewhere on the board. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I, they are a very, I mean, they were very underrated. Obviously, not on this list, they're not underrated because they're number one. But, uh, you know, during, I mean, actually the last couple of seasons, that defense has been really good. Um, their defensive front, the front four is 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 yeah the best in the league. I mean, they're, they're a really good defense, and that's why they won the division last season is because of their defense. Not that, because, That's why they won the, it didn't have anything to do well, with the other with, three teams with, sucking with, balls. With, well, there's that, too. There's also it, that. They, what, did, were, they, were they eight and eight or nine and seven? Which one? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They made the playoffs. But, <laughs> they made, but the, reason, the reason they that's did. That's why they dominated the <laughs> NFC East last year. They put up a pretty good fight. They did dominate yeah. the NFC East yeah, last year. Okay. That is true. They, didn't dominate, they just lost to they, everyone else in the league. But they made it to playoffs. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But you're not, you see, you're not giving credit to them either. See, just like just I'm like not going to give credit to Washington I, until I, Washington I, I, does something. If they had a better offense, okay. But I mean, their defense is a solid fucking defense. It is, and they probably have the best young player in Chase Young. Of any defense out there, next to TJ Watt, of course. But they have, they have. I mean, Chase Young is a man among boys, or a boy among, yeah. or a yeah, man among boys yeah. out there. Uh, and they do have a great defense. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I mean, I think you should be happy that they decided to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick rather than trading up and drafting an actual quarterback for that team because they could be scary if they had a quarterback. If they had an offense, they would be a scary team. But you know, it's a poorly run, poorly managed team, and you know that's why they have a good defense, but absolutely no offense. That's why you have, you know, you know Ryan Fitzpatrick over there, and and it's, I mean, it sucks for you know the Washington the fans. fans. It sucks for the fans because they, they could, have some hardcore fans. They could have a really good team over there, but uh, you but know, for Dan defense, Snyder, defense according to CBS Sports, number one should be the Steelers. <laughs> All right, funny. That's it for the stat it's of funny, the week. It's funny how high you are on the Steelers. I'm high on the Steelers and the Jets it, before it, the season starts. I, before, yeah, it, well, you were really high on them when they were at 11 no, but I told you, Ben, hey, 11 no. Yeah, looks, you should definitely not it be. It looks impressive. You should, but, not, you should not be high on your team when they're 11 0. It looks impressive. That, you should definitely be sad and depressed when they're 11 0. I said it looks impressive, but, you know, the numbers don't suggest the quality. Right yeah, there. that's true. And, I, and Friday's punished me by not giving me a spicy shot sense. You got I, one. 
I got one. I got one spicy you shot one. since the playoffs three, four, five months ago. You got one. Yeah. Well, I'm going to send you the calendar of all the uh, but when I start putting, spicy when I start, food days. When I start putting together um, uh, that that little kit that you got me with all of the the spices, like, yes, to make my yes, own hot that sauce. Was kind of the point. When I when I finally put those together and I make my own hot sauce, I'm going to start using those in the shots. I just haven't gotten to that yet. But when I do, Ben, it's going to be hot uh, hot shot after hot shot after hot shot, and you'll get sick of. The hot shots. Yes, because next week he's planning on a, he's going to call it the caro. It's just going to be caro syrup in a shot glass. It's be caramel. With, it's just to be straight caramel. <laughs> Top with Nutella and a little 151. That's going to be the shot next week. And sugar. And speaking of sugar. that, Friday, what is next up on the big board? <clears throat> next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot of the week. Finally, the drinking portion of the it show. It is the drinking portion of the show. And in honor of National Applesauce Day, which is, you know, it's 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 uh it's one of the biggest holidays here in the US, right, Ben? I mean you saw Oh yeah. I mean it's yeah, it's, I mean I, I, I'm I'm, you're, I'm you're, actually lobbying to get the day off from, from work the right? the Monday yeah. after National yeah. Applesauce Day. Yeah, because it, I mean, it should you be just, you just eat applesauce all weekend and you light fireworks and yeah. uh, you have the family over and everything and it's a lot of fun. I mean, your mom used to make apple applesauce sauce all day yeah. and cider and, <laughs> and candied apples. I mean, it was a big event. I mean, Washington State, New York State. Yeah. We deserve some love, too. Exactly. But what uh, what inspired the shot, Franny? Uh, it was, well, basically, I was just looking at which holidays were on the calendar. Uh, and, uh, you know, I figured we have certain ingredients stashed away where I can put stashed this nice away. where we can put this nice shot together. And uh, tonight's shot, which you've dubbed, Ben, the crisscross apple sauce shot. In honor of Roger Smith, of Ex- American Dad. Exactly. I'm not sure how many people got that reference. I didn't get the reference, but it's out there on Instagram. It's a nice photo on Instagram and on Twitter, Ben. Uh, I'm not sure how many people are going to get that reference. Well, I mean, it's a pretty popular show. I don't watch it. It's funny because I love Family Guy, but it's I don't watch It's just like watch... Family Guy. It's only funnier. I don't see. I, I never really. I watched a few episodes here and there. I never really thought it was funnier than Family Guy. Well, once you get to know the characters. I guess so. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I, I, There's I, no Chris. Maybe I There's didn't... no shit character on the show. Chris is All, hilarious. Chris is the worst. No, he's not. He's the worst. Sonya hates Chris. No, I like, hate Chris. No, on The Simpsons. Just kill him off. On The Simpsons, Lisa's the worst character on The Simpsons. I love Lisa. No, it's, no she's not. She's. It's, why do you love Lisa? Because she's smart. She's funny. But she's, she's not funny at all. She's the conscience of the rest of the uh, characters on the show. She's a conscience, but she's a, one of those annoying consciences. Yeah, but I mean, The Simpsons is pretty vanilla, you know, it's, by today's standards. Yeah, but not back in the day. Not back in the yeah. early 90s. Back in the 80s when I watched, around the, watched it on the Tracy Ullman show. Oh, man. On my floor on my 13-inch <laughs> TV. You're showing your age, Ben. It's true. Was it black and white? Uh, no, it was, it color. was color. It was, uh, it was Sanyo. Fuzzy. It was, it was fuzzy. a Sanyo. A sa- man, Sanyo. I haven't heard of that in a long time. <laughs> it was a Sanyo with all the was, buttons. See, I think 13 I had, buttons on the side I of think the I had TV. A to- I think I had a Toshiba. I oh, think mine was a Toshiba, Toshiba yeah. And a little, but, the, the 13-inch or like yeah. bigger? I think it was a 15. I think it was about a 15-inch. You know, I, I, have, I upgraded. I would have to sit on the ground like in front of the TV <laughs> just because so I could hit the buttons to change the channel. Oh, man, how times have changed. Exactly. But uh, tonight's shot is concocted with fireball, Ben. We haven't had fireball in a shot in a while. A little bit of sour pucker. Ooh. And also a little bit of, I'm trying to remember what's in the shot. That's what I'm vodka? To. No, not vodka. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It is the Fanta, the pineapple oh, Fanta. Oh, the yeah, pineapple Fanta. Because right. I'm, I'm like, I was like, because we talked about vodka, putting vodka in the shot before the show. 
I'm like, nope, vodka is not one of the ingredients in the shot. It was just the the pineapple Fanta, the sour apple liqueur, and the fireball. That's Ooh, it. It's but the fireball shot. might give it a little simple spice. Shot. And on the rim, on the rim, a little bit of uh, caramel and uh, a little bit of these uh, green sprinkles. Interesting. Yeah, I just thought I, I threw it on there. No, it looks really good. I mean, the, the shot itself looks delicious, but um, and you can see it on Instagram as well at yeah, Thirstand at Thirstand and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. Oh, there we go. I finally remembered that. It took <laughs> it took about twenty seven weeks, but I only one hundred twenty seven episodes. Yeah, yeah. but want to give us a shopping? I do. Uh, no, I'm already looking off some of the. Oh, the this, actually, it looks like an apple. It looks like a like a like Granny a green Smith. Apple. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, uh, there's a little bit of haze in there. You know, it's not a little yellow, yeah, a little, little green. Of, yeah. well, it's a nice looking shot. It's, it's a beautiful shot. And, uh, uh, smells delicious, Ben. Oh, I smell oh, the fireball. You, you, At least there's a little spice in there. A little cinnamon. A little, bit, a little bit of cinnamon in there, but it smells delicious. And I'm sure it will be delicious. Yeah, what was the one that we had? Like, was it two weeks ago that was, that was, which was I can, the one I that can, was I, so bad that neither one of us. It was what it was like straight vodka. It was, it was pretty much straight vodka. It was like vodka on top of vodka on top of vodka. It was just different flavors of vodka. It was like vodka with like vanilla vodka and then like and like a uh, slice of potato ice, on the rim, like ice cream vodka. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the, <laughs> so <slight>. little potato. <laughs> yeah. All right, you want to yeah. do it? Let's let's give it a shot. This could, one tastes or smells really nice. It smells really nice, actually. Oh wow. It's like a spicy candy cinnamon apple. But oh wow. It tastes a little bit like applesauce. That's good. Just a little bit, but that I think Damn, that's good. Holy shit, that shot, was that was good. That was actually a really good shot. And actually, it tastes better than it probably would have. Wow, that's good. Than the the ingredients that they had on Tipsy Bartender. Because on Tipsy Bartender, they actually had regular pineapple juice. That could be a little tart. A little tart, whereas this has a little bit more of that sweetness from the um, from the uh, Fanta. Fanta pineapple. Fanta. 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 <laughs> Fanta. Hey. Over here in the States, we say Fanta. We say Fanta. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that was actually much better than I expected. That was really, mm-hmm. really good, Franny. Wow. I can tell that I've had way too many shots tonight. Why is that? <laughs> because I'm like, like I'm, I'm, I'm just like. My mind isn't completely there, you know. Like <laughs> at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of the show when I was completely sober, I was, I was, uh, I would say I was a little more uh, lucid, uh, lucid, and a little more eloquent. But uh, as the show has gone on, I've, we've we've had more shots than uh, we thought we would because in the beginning we're like, let's take a punishment shot, ah, let's do it, and then we've had a, a few more punishment shots because we completely forgot about that other portion of the agenda. Where we did talk about the Super Bowl teams, where you were going to insult the Cowboys, yeah, and I, I insulted them a couple of times. That added to the shot intake. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, that was that was a good shot. That was that was uh, it was it was one of the better ones in the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah, that was actually. Where'd you write that? I would do that anytime. Did I, did I, did I ask you that? <laughs> I would do that anytime. You have not. I would give that an eight. I would give it a nine. Oh, you're gonna that's give it a that's nine. actually I, I think the the carbonation from the Fanta really added to that. It it, it gave it a little an uh, an extra boost, an extra boost, an extra a boost. power boost, a power boost, a Jamba Juice power boost. I th- man, when was the last time you were at Jamba Juice? Is it still around? I don't even know. Oh, is it still open? I have no idea. I think they got like usurped they by like health food places. Maybe? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because they, they were like a fake health 
food. It tasted yeah. way too good to be healthy. Yeah. And that's yeah. because it was mostly sugar. Yeah. And frozen was, and was, frozen fruit. A lot of junk. Yeah. I like, you know what I like? I like the, the, I haven't been able to find it lately, but I like the one that, like, it's like olive oil, wheatgrass, and cayenne pepper. That's that? the one I keep, it's like a power shot or something mm-hmm. like that. But they put like natural olive oil, wheatgrass, and then cayenne pepper on the top. And it's just so amazing. <laughs> just more shots. Just, Let's just do more shots. Let's just do more shots. Yeah, no. but uh, yeah, I would give it. An, I, I'm reserving the nine and the ten for the spicy shots. Yeah, but that was actually really good. That, that was, actually was actually much really better good. than I expected. Um, wow, I did a good job with that one. Yes, that one. Yeah. It, it had because it better was tart. It was spicy with the fireball, mm-hmm. and it tasted but like it a overly, candy cinnamon apple. It wasn't overly sweet, but either. it really tasted like something I would bite into mm-hmm. in upstate New York. Like a cinnamon, like a candy. Like something your mom would have created. Yeah, like made. a candied apple with a little cinnamon there, mm-hmm. a little cinnamon, a little bit, uh, a little bit. spice on it. It really, t- it really did remind me of like going to the cider mills as a kid, but just with you a went little to cider mills. Of course, I, I, who doesn't go to the cider mills? Well, do you know what state in the United States produces more apples than any other state? I would guess uh, New York. <laughs> you would be correct. Most people say Washington. It's actually New York. So I went to this. We went to the cider mills in the fall after they. Harvest the apples. Is, you take. is that why they call it the Big Apple? It, that is, is that, why is they, that, call, is it the why they apple. call it the Big yes. Apple. Yes, that is in fact why <laughs> okay. they call it the Big Apple. It all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they would have cider with cinnamon, cider with you know different flavorings, <laughs> and this was that tasted like you know like a candy like your, it cinnamon tasted apple. Like your childhood, it, it it did, and that's why yeah. I should probably give it a higher. I give you, it you a nine. No, 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 no. You, you you we agreed on an eight for you. All right, all right fair enough. Eight nine. I gave it a nine because I was thinking of your childhood, actually, when I, I was when thinking of your, I was thinking of the times when you did this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I can't see Franny at a cider mill. I didn't even know cider mills existed. Of course. Of course. It's like, a, you know, where they, you know, where they harvest the apples and then they process them and they turn them into apple cider. And it smells like it's fucking amazing. How it, it smells, smells like heaven. It, 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 if, if heaven smelled like that, I would go. I'm going to heaven. I would go. I would go. Uh, Friday was next up on the big board. Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our mm. beverage of Ooh, the week. Oh, we're finally there. We are there, Ben. And I'm not sure if you have some information for us, but it is from Heritage Distilling Company. It's their dual barrel collection. It's their rye whiskey finished in vanilla extract barrels. Yeah. What made you decide on this one, Friday? Um, I mean, it's been a few weeks since we've had a rye on the show, and uh, you know, the labels on these things really do make a difference. Uh, there are some really ugly labels out there, but this one, it is very simple. It is eye-catching. The bottle itself is beautiful. The only thing I'm disappointed in is they should have spent a little bit of extra money on the bottle cap because it is just a metal cap. If, oh, it's a if, screw off. If it's a, it's a screw off cap, if they had only stuck cork in there, it would have been perfect. Yeah, I wonder why they went that way. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think this is Heritage. I think is in Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct me if I'm but wrong. But actually, that's the wrong one. This is not the. This uh, isn't the bourbon that's, that's whiskey their, finished in vanilla extract barrels. It's actually their rye whiskey. So this is their bourbon whiskey. Let's see. I think they have, they have, they, have a, they should have a rye. Let's see. It's the one. Wait, where is I it? Spent it's just years drinking things 
things that are clear. That one? Oh, uh, that, that's the one right there. Mostly vodka and All right. I made a mistake. I knew the label looked a little <laughs> off. This is the rye. This is Heritage Dual Barrel Vanilla Rye. Brings the classic rye spice with subtle hints of caramel and clove with a vanilla note to finish for flavor beyond what traditionally comes out of new oak barrels. The finish comes out exceptionally smooth for a rye whiskey with a hint of sweetness. Uh, it is actually also an award winner. It won the gold medal from Seattle International Spirits in 2016, the best category or best of category for from American Distilling Institute in 2018, and double gold medal from American Distilling Institute in 2018. It's 46% alcohol by volume, and that's all the information they have. All the information, which is not a lot of information. Uh, but this is this is an interesting. I mean, it's an interesting both. take. Like yeah, it looks like it. You know, quite a few offerings. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah, I think they make, I think it's up in, in uh, Washington State is where they mm-hmm. distill this like particular rye. Uh, but it was the label that drew you to this one, or it was some information that you heard? Or? Yeah, pretty much that. Pretty much the label? Pretty much the label. All right, so we're... And the price. And the price. The well, it says 55 bucks. That's not cheap. Uh, it was a little bit, it was, it was a little bit lower so at uh, Total Wine. Fields of Britain. Not to drown. Uh, but cheers to you, Ben. Let's give us a sniff sure right here. Help Jason Witten. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this song in the background is hilarious, man. Oh, well, we haven't had a ride in a long time. That's great music, though. Right there. <laughs> now like the brown. How did, just, you, how did you not win a Grammy, Ben? Yeah. I mean, you, you have a, such a great singing voice. It's, uh, you know, you got you to gotta ride the wave of what's popular. And, yeah. and right now, it's just not popular. Yeah, it's not popular right now, but maybe in a few years. This you know. song's about, some call it the bourbon year of 2035. The nose is nice. I mean, the no, it is really nice. I mean, it's sweet. You can definitely get the spice. There's a little bit of burn on the nose as well. I mean, if you really get a, if you really get your nose in there, you can get a, a good chunk of spice on the nose. You got there's a nice bit of cinnamon in there. Uh, I mean, it's interesting because I'm not getting much woodiness at all. Yeah, I, not, I mean, it was it's it's aged in vanilla, mm-hmm. you know, vanilla barrels. And you get a lot of sweetness. You get a lot of sweetness on the nose. You get that nice little bit of spice. I'm getting cinnamon, like vanilla like extract barrel. How much freaking cinnamon? How much vanilla extract would you ta- would it take to fill a barrel? A I lot. mean, you buy them at the grocery a store, lot. they're like, this big. I mean, like, so how many vanilla extract barrels even exist? I mean, think about how many bottles of, of you know, those ones, those McCormick vanilla extract you would <laughs> you could get out of one of those giant barrels. There can't be that many vanilla. Maybe they're small barrels. It's not like rum barrels or, or oak barrels. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. which are, like, pretty uh, easily available. But it smells, it smells really nice, though. I mean, so you get that sweet and spicy note right at the same time with that little bit of burn. It's got a nice vanilla note to it, though. Yeah, man. it does. It really does. It's like vanilla. This is unique. I've, I've never had anything uh, like this before. Let's give it a shot. See how this, how this tastes, actually. Let's see how this tastes. Let's see how this tastes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's got a nice, easy drink. Oh, it's a little spicy on the front. Actually, I'm getting, I'm getting the um, the spice on the back of the throat. The finish is really nice and spicy. On the front of the tongue, I'm getting a little bit of that creaminess, a nice sweetness. Bit of creaminess. 
but it's not as sweet. I mean, when you smell it, you would expect a little bit more sweetness to it. It's got a nice bite on the back end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's got a very... nice sweetness finish, finishing with a with a really, really not spicy very, back end. Not very complex, though. It's No, it doesn't, it doesn't have that. I mean, it's got two flavors. Doesn't have, yeah. Sweet, vanilla, and then yeah. spicy in the finish. And some cream. But that's about it. Hmm. But it's any- interesting enough that I've not tasted anything like it. But it's, I mean, it has a nice, it has a that, little bit of sweet, burn. That sweet vanilla on the front uh, the front of your tongue is really yeah. kind of nice. But it has a little bit of burn, but then it dissipates pretty quickly and it finishes smooth. Wow. I you mean, know, the, I didn't expect it. You know, for 46%, I'd expect a little bit more burn, but it doesn't burn as much as I thought it would. And it finishes really nicely, actually. But it's not very complex. I mean, the first sip and the second sip were exactly the same. There's not too many flavors there. It's very simple. It's simple, but it's it's... I just haven't had anything like this. I mean, that, that nice vanilla. That's more sweetness, sweetness than other rye on the front. Maybe. And then it comes back at the end. So it gives you the spice, and then there's sort of a little bit more vanilla comes, it sort of comes bit of back. Bite. But that, I mean, I like the, that spice that finishes on the back of your throat. That's, that's really nice. And it's actually just, it's like it lingers just a little bit. I mean, it's, it's by far the most, Unique rye we've had on the show. To me, anyway. Yeah, that's that. I mean, it doesn't have that powdery, that's a nice, soft, spicy bite. Sort of uh, sweet, complex, you know, rye, bourbony type of flavor that you get even with the mouthfeel mm-hmm. from a lot of bourbons and a lot of rye. It's more of a flat. It's a little creamy, but not well to me anyway. Not particularly creamy. Mm-hmm. Not particularly full bodied, but it has that nice sort of. Sweetness on the front with the vanilla with a little bit of honey and then bang, it hits you with the spice on the back end. Doesn't stay too long. And then the vanilla sort of comes back a little bit for a little mm-hmm. second act, <laughs> you know, right before. Curtain call. I, mean, I actually, I, I think I like it a lot more than I expected to. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a good offering. Not as, I, I, I still, it's not as complex maybe as some of the other ryes that we've had on the show. I mean, I, I do like the sweetness. I do like the spiciness. But there's not too much in between. It's just, you know, sweet and then that spicy bite on the back of the throat. But there's not a lot of excitement there. I oh, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could drink it all day or you could mix it. Yeah. I mean, I mean you actually could it's mix it. I mean, when, when, you, when, you, when, you, when, it first, when it first hits the tongue and on the nose, you don't expect it to be smooth. But then it finishes with that nice bit of smoothness. But there's basically that sweet spice, and that's about it. I mean, there's not much more. I mean, you take sip after after sip, but it's almost like the same thing. There's no other flavors there. You know, that 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 sort of linger that make you think like, what else am I tasting? You're you're basically. I mean, it hits you, and you're like, all right, those are the flavors, and nothing else new. You know, they it's also, like they also have a, they have an orange. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, they have an orange rye. What do they finish this in? I wonder. Orange extract barrels. It's okay. All right. Okay. It just seems. It seems. I mean, I've just never seen it before. It seems. I'm sure the purists out there are like, "What? Uh, You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You got to make Jim Beam vanilla. You can't do that." 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, where, where, where would you rate I this like though, Ben? I, I actually like it. I mean, it's not complex. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not one that you're gonna. I mean, you know, have, you invite had... friends over and you're like, I, I want yeah. you to taste one of my favorite rides. It's not gonna be yeah. this. No. no. Uh, well, I'd probably bust out the Balcones or even, rate it, even the Whistle Pick. Uh, I would give it a s- five. <laughs> so I'd give it a six. No, see, I'd give it a seven. I mean, like, I don't hate it. I think the, I mean, it's it's a nice, smooth rye. It's just not very complex. Like you said, it's very drinkable. I mean, it's very yeah, drinkable. It's, very it's dr- not something that, you know, you're going to, you know, pour down the sink like that George Dickel that you got. That, that, I literally that's poured it out in the yard. You literally poured that. That was like a four or a three or a two or a one. I mean, that that's like, that's really low on the list. But I mean, this is something that is definitely drinkable. It's just not as good as as what we've had in the past. I mean, it, it's a good rye. Oh, it is good. It is good. But it's it's not up there with some of the other stuff. It's 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 above average. It's definitely above average. It's not traditional. It, you know, it's, it's not. And it's not disappointing. It's like I'm I'm not disappointed that I, I mean, I, I'll drink I it after the show. I mean, yeah. it's it's because it's got that nice vanilla and it's got that nice spice on the end, and you could drink it. But thinking mm-hmm. about like the like the balcones and some of the better ryes that we've had, like the Michter. I mean, oh, was, the yeah. Michters. I mean, actually, two of the wish, two wish, of the different wish, Michter rides were, were really it had good. a little bit more spice. It has a nice bit of spice. I wish I had a little bit more spice because it would have been amazing if it had that sweetness on the front and then that spicy finish on the back with that little bit of harshness. It would have been ideal. But then you know, it's the, almost the, no the price would have been a little bit higher too. But I mean, for what it is, it is good, but not as good as maybe some of the others above average, but not spectacular. Mm. Yeah, and even that Michter's in that price range is cheaper, right? Yeah, it's like forty bucks, you know. I mean, I think yeah, I mean, I think the Michter's is you can get a really nice Michter's for a reasonable price. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Franny, you are at a seven. I am at a six. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week. It is a Kulsh, a Pacific Kulsh from India. Is it from India? Indian Brewing Company. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for. It. I can't find it on right this. There, can. Right there, right there. Oh, there it is. Indie, Indie Brewing Company. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay. There it is. It's, yes. Coming to you from it's the actually, East it's Indian actually, Trading Company. It's actually pretty prominent on the can. I just kept on turning the can around where I couldn't see it. From the from the spice trades of the 1400s. The Kolsch on tonight's episode. <laughs> All right, we'll try it right after the break. We'll be right back. Hold tight, everybody. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week from India, Ben. <laughs> now from the Indie Brewing, I knew it was something like that from the Indie Brewing Company, Ben. We have a Kulsh. I'm From sure. beautiful downtown <laughs> Los Angeles, California. Uh, very little information. From Mumbai. <laughs> From Mumbai. <laughs> coming to you live from Mumbai. Uh, there was very little information, even in on review websites. Right. Very little information on this beer. It's a it's a local beer. It's a locally oh, look at grown that. beer. I'm just, I'm just they have a Beverly Pils- a Pilsner. They yeah. have a Pilsner. Wow. All right. So, I mean, it's it's a local brewery. Uh, not a lot of information out there. It's, it's from downtown Los Angeles. They make a, a full range of beers. Uh, this is the Pacific Kolsch Highway. It's clean. 
crisp, and refreshing. It's a balanced beer with a soft, crackery malt presence and a clean, lager-like finish. It's 4.5% alcohol by volume. Not too strong. Comes in a 20-ounce and a four-pack to go. For 13 bucks for the four pack, about six bucks for a 20 ounce can. Franny, what made you pick this particular beer after sour, after <laughs> sour, after sour, the last few episodes? Yeah, we've had back to a Kolsch. What made you yeah. choose this one? We've had, I mean, you know, obviously the last couple of weeks we've had, you know, quite a few sours. We've also had, you know, quite a few IPAs on the show. And so I'm always looking for something a little bit different. Uh, I think this is a third Kolsch that we've had on the show so far. Sounds right. And so, you know, something a little bit different from what we've tasted recently and on the show in general. And the can is one of the best-looking cans, seriously, out of all of them we've tried on the show. I mean, the graphics on the can is very Even simple. Even the feel of the can, but the very texture of the prominent. Can. It is a matte blue, almost like a, it's almost like a Dodger blue it's very with, much like it, a Dodger blue. It, 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 actually, I mean, I'm sure that's probably what they were modeling it after was uh, the the Dodgers logo because it is, you know, from here in L.A. But, I mean, just, just the can itself is a very beautiful can, very simply done. You know, the graphics are very eye-catching, though, compared to everything that you see oh, on the shelf. Sure. I mean, I just I just gravitated toward it, grabs, gravitated towards it, grabbed it off the shelf. Uh, not that, I mean, it didn't have any high ratings or anything, but I did read that it did have that crisp finish that that was one of the things that i saw on the shelf that it was supposedly crisp we'll see ben you know how i am in search of those crisp beers and why do you think they say you know brag that it has a crisp finish maybe it doesn't uh, maybe it doesn't maybe it doesn't i mean the last colch that we had i know i was not a big fan of it i can't remember exactly which one it was but the one before that it was great it was crisp it, it was, was clean uh this one we'll see all right let's do it all right well cheers to you ben Two for two. Let's give it a sniff. All right. Smells fresh. Smells clean. Smells fresh. Smells light. Smells like smells like a lager. There's a little bit of hop. There's a little bit of hop. If you really stick, there's there's a, a bit of a, a dankness, a little bit of sourness on it. Well, it is from L.A., bro. Bruh. But is it from San Diego, bro? No, bro. That's nah, why it bro. doesn't have the real dankness, bro. Yeah. It doesn't have... It we doesn't, only make dank in It doesn't San have Diego. a hop with a face or an apple with a face yeah, or but you a really fruit get that. with a face. You really get that almost like a dank skunkiness on the... On like, it's not it's very got strong, some skunkiness in there. but it's there. Let's give it a shot. See how it tastes. Pretty light. It is light. Pretty... Pl- well, let me, I don't like, get a crispness on it. There's a little bit of a dryness on the back of the throat. I wish I had a, <laughs> just a little bit more carbonation. I mean, a like when you when you pour it in more <laughs> crispness. When you pour it into the glass, there's actually a, a lot one, a little bit more of head, but a little bit. That carbonation More. that you would expect from it just Christmas. by pouring it into the glass is not there. I mean, the carbonation is a little, it's kind of lacking. Even though it pours in with a lot of head, there's no, I mean, there's not no carbonation. It's just not a lot of carbonation. I like that little bit of dryness on the finish. It's got a nice flavor. There's a little, there's, it has a nice flavor, but if it had a little bit more carbonation, a little bit more pinch on the back of the throat. And I wonder why that is. I mean, why this carbonation seem to be lacking so much in the, the modern beers? 
Are they made? Did they make them too quickly? Are they mass produced? You know, I don't know. I mean, in a, in a way that they're not capable of doing. The second sip is kind of nice. You know, I mean, that, that, the, the second, first the second sip is kind of nice. But I still, I would want a little bit more on wetness. Our first date, I thought you it's, were shit. But then, you know, second on our date, second date, I knew you were shit. I was like, wow, <laughs> you're this shitty. is a this is something special now. Why did I give you a chance? <laughs> now, um, this is. Uh, I mean, it's, it's an easy I, drinking. I like the flavor, though. No, I do, I do like the flavor. I just wish it was a little bit more wet. It's a little too dry on the finish. I wish it was a little bit more wet. Try Bud Dry. <laughs> that was the thing, right? Yeah. They had that. <laughs> of course. Yeah, they did. I love Bud Dry. <laughs> See, I don't like a dry beer. This one has slight dryness. I mean, I was 20, so I mean, you can only expect so much from me. But I did like Bud Dry back in the day. But it does have a nice flavor. I mean, it's a nice flavor to it. There's a little bit of citrusy notes to it. Not as dank as I would expect from the nose, but still, there's something lacking there that that doesn't give it that crispness profile. You know, I don't mind it. I mean, it's got a nice flavor. It's a no, little it's a solid it's, it's beer. Soft. It's, it's a solid beer. It's fresh. It's got a little bit of a bitterness to it. A little bit of a dryness. It's got a, 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 there's a tiny bit of a fruit in there. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is exactly. It's like citrusy almost. It's like- um, But it's got a nice, easy drinking, mm-hmm. fresh, it's an enjoyable but beer. quality, but a quality ingredient type of beer. Mm-hmm. I just wish it had more carbonation. <sighs> just a little bit more pinch on the back of the throat. I would want a little <laughs> bit more crispness. I mean, it's hard. You, you got to go to a Bud or a or one of those. Yeah, I mean, it has more mass-produced flavor. beers. It has more flavor. I mean, it has more flavor the than micro those brews. Beers. Just can't get the carbonation for some reason. But I don't know. I expe- I expected a little bit more. I expected a little bit more from this beer, only because of the label. <laughs> well, much like the Dodgers. <laughs> A little flat. It's a little, a little flat, flat, but nonetheless very popular, uh, and uh, an unlikely winner of a championship. Oh, uh, unless it was the Yankees. <laughs> well, that's the way it should be. The Dodgers should not win championships. That's not how it's supposed to be. That's how no, it's yeah. To I mean, baseball is boring, anyways. It is uh, not boring. And this beer is a little boring nothing, as well. I mean, there's, there's nice. There's nothing that really stands out with it's this like, beer. Guys, a soccer fan says baseball's boring. Yeah, soccer is awesome. It's awesome for the hour between goals. <laughs> or the hit between, <laughs> you know, like wait, it's like a one Lots one game. Of hits oh, it's a pitcher's duel. Hey, That's the most weeks ago, boring game. A couple weeks ago, have. the Yankees had a triple play that ended with a walk off in the next inning. And the bottom of the, I mean, that is amazing. Snooze. A triple play Snooze. and then a walk off. Snooze fest. A triple play and then a walk-off. That is Derek Fisher hitting the game winner, running in the tunnel times 10. <laughs> that's not even that's not even close to how exciting that moment was against the Spurs. But this I mean it's a good beer. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, there's a, there's there's good flavor there. Don't hate but on the, baseball, man. I hate on baseball all the time. I'm sure a lot of people do. No, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, they do. They, everybody hates on baseball. Every, no, nobody likes baseball. Everybody loves baseball. Baseball's not America's pastime. America's pastime. No, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. That's what they say. That's just, uh, you know, it's sort of like uh, they advertise that's it that way. That's what they say? That's, uh, they advertise it that way. You know, it's like that's how they bill it. 
they bill it as Amer- they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just to get viewers. Yeah, for, it's like, oh, you know, this must from, be good. One hundred and fifty years ago, you know, yeah. that's, they, it was a big conspiracy. You know, to, to, to try to it convince is, people it was good. It was a conspiracy theory. You know, it was it was it was uh, you know you know they had uh, guys with the tights and the baggy pants playing baseball, and it was just a big thing. It wasn't real. It was. Uh, it's like the moon landing. Yeah, it, baseball's boring. Uh, <laughs> Soccer outside of the World Cup and outside of big championships is you got to admit it is pretty boring. Not really, no. Just because there's people not, talking not, during the game and making it seem exciting. Not good quality. I mean, good quality soccer. MLS is boring, but good quality soccer is not boring. Well, but good quality um, baseball is not boring. Yeah, it is. The best quality baseball is boring. Um, <sighs> Never didn't watch the '96 Yankees. I I, I think I caught a, a you know a game here and there. Um, but I mean, where, where would you rate this, Ben? I mean, it's a good beer. The label is beautiful. I mean, the can I mean, and the label are amazing, and the, even the texture of the label just, is amazing. It's just there's just it's lacking. There's something that's missing there. I mean, it has a nice citrusy note. It has that's a, a nice beer, huh? That is the epitome of a lawnmower. It would beer. be no, but it would be a little more crisp than that if it were colder. Yeah, and I mean, that's on me. Apparently, it wasn't resting maybe, right yeah, up against I mean, the listen, ice in the cooler. Not, it's not. Maybe as chilled. I mean, I'm not even sure if that would really help it that much. I mean, because it is still cold, but I just think that carbonation in there yeah. is lacking. Just a little more pinch on the back of the throat. I think that'll really help this out because pouring it in, I expected it to be a nice, refreshing, crisp beer, but that refreshingness to it, like it's not refreshing. There's a little bit of crispiness to you it. You don't on, get that. I mean, like you go it's to. Like, eat, it's not like it doesn't give you that. Like, Oh, like that was good. That was a refreshing beer. It's 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 just a little too dry on the back, but with that dryness, there's not that extra bit of carbonation that kind of helps it. So it's it's not. It's just a little bit off. Yeah, you don't get that crispness. I mean, yeah. even even like Budweiser, you go to Europe, you get a Pilsner, you your Kell, you go to Croatia, you get the Kalavachko, and you know you go to Bahamas, you get the Kalik, which is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you go to these places and you get their standard sort of. Beer that you think has this flavor profile and it always hits you with that bang of yeah, carbonation, like nice that freshness, and that carbonation, ref- that crispness. Like that refreshing. Like sort of I mean, like this is I mean And I, it's missing that pop yeah. of carbonation, that pop of crispness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not as refreshing as I thought it might be. So where would you write this, Ben, on our Thurstingle rating scale of beers? I mean it's nice, it's fresh, it's got a good flavor. It just lacks a little bit of crispness, so I'm gonna give it an eight. It's it's good. Yeah, it is good. good. It just, it just like lacks that one there. element. I would I would give it about a six. Six. Yeah, yeah. That is the label is a ten, but the taste is a six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> six. From you anyway. I'm gonna give it an yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you like different things in your beers, man. Uh, well, I like you know I like a flavor. I like the flavor. The flavor is nice, but it's just it's lacking in certain areas. Just it just it doesn't have that 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 nice little pop of of. It's got the presentation though. The presentation is beautiful. Yeah, like it would definitely. do well on uh, chopped. <laughs> it would do well on chopped because the presentation is is top notch. I mean, the beautiful the blue flavor. and the white, and the it's even flavor. got the little. The little line under the that looks no, like a baseball almost. No, it is. I mean, I think that's what they were going for in 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 you know the styling of the can. But I expected a it's little. It's like bit our more shot of the, of the week. What do you yeah. call it? Pacific Kolsch? Kolsch. On the West Coast Pacific Kolsch. Kolsch. West Coast Kolsch Pacific Kolsch Pacific Kolsch Highway. Like <laughs> I can just go. I can just see them in the room coming up with it and like Pacific patting Kolsch. each other on the back. I, I know. <laughs> Good job, Brian. Dude. 
did. Bro, that's so Cody, awesome. That was How'd a, you come Cody. up with that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're getting a raise. <laughs> all right, we're going all going out in Silver Lake tonight. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna the, give it an eight. The uh, the styling of the can doesn't match the flavor. The styling of the can doesn't match the flavor. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think it was good. I think it was good. A, a good effort. Yeah. From a downtown LA brewery. Mm-hmm. I may be a little biased because I'm I'm rooting for them, but I I think the flavor is is good. Well, enough. I'm interested in trying their pilsner. I mean, if they if they have their pilsner, I'm not sure if they actually have that at Total Wine, but their pills, I'd be interested in trying that. Yeah, they should, I mean, at least they should have it out here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, obviously, the, oh, I mean, the transportation always, costs are low. We we could visit the brewery, I guess. I mean, because it's not that far away. Yeah. 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 We should do like a a. a an Uber pub cr- uh, brewery crawl. Oh yeah. Go to eight one eight. Go to San Fernando. Yeah, but I, brewing, I know you wouldn't. Go downtown, I know you wouldn't. Go to Golden Road. Uh, I know you wouldn't though. What's that? I know you wouldn't. I wouldn't what? You wouldn't do it. Why? Why not? Because I mean, like, because I'm like, hey, let's go, like, let's go shopping. Let's, I'm gonna go, I get a TV. Let's go to TV. And you're like, oh no, no. Uh, well, yeah. on a Sunday, no. On a Friday, like, hey, maybe. you want to see my on new place? Night? You want to see my new place? But no. Yeah, I do. No, I do. I don't. I do. I don't want to see that place. No. I do want to see. You might see it like once in like. 10 years. No, I will see it much more often. It would like come here every weekend, but it's like when you uh, have no. actual furniture in your house yeah, and I'm, you're I'm, actually I living got a couch. there. I got a couch. I got a couch. How many nights have you slept in there? Not one yet, exactly. but I mean, it's like, hey, exactly. yeah, I'm not in a rush to move. I mean, it's like, you know, if I could get stuff slowly and, and, and fix it up the way that I want it to be fixed up, then then great. All right. I will commit. I will come over there What one night this week. I will come over there. After you get out of work, I, when you're I, over I, there, I, I will that. come. I doubt that. I will come. <laughs> I will come. Yeah. I'm going to bring Taco Bell or uh, Del Taco or El Pollo Loco. One of your three favorite. F- Wait, do you like El Pollo Loco? No. But you like Taco Bell. You like da- uh, Del I mean, Taco? It's fine, whatever. What's your favorite fast food? Favorite fast food is The Habit. The ha- Well, it's right down the road. It is. Not too far. All right. Away. I will get The Habit and yeah. we'll, have, we'll have a burger and onion rings. I can't get the ice cream because I'm taking it to go. But I will get the the burger and onion rings one night this week. All right. Between now that. and Friday, I, I highly doubt I will, that, that. I highly doubt that that will I've happen. I've committed to it on the pocket. Yeah, I know, but it's not going to happen. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna text you during the week. Be like, are you gonna be at the at the condo tonight? You're gonna be like, no, not tonight. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going home tonight. And I'll be like, what do you want? I, I, I will come, but before Friday, I will be. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll, I'll hold you to that. I doubt it, but I hold it to it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll have. More than a couch and a refrigerator. By That's now. all we need. We <laughs> can put we could put these colches well, in the fridge. We don't even have a TV or cable. We yet. can put the colch. We can watch your cell phone. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Friday, what is next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up. Oh, tonight. that's depressing. Oh, right, folks. Man. Another <laughs> another huge episode of Thursday Gold Podcast. Too many shots. In I the too many shots tonight. A show about it was uh, one of one of my not my best performances. <laughs> Whenever we have too many shots, it's like uh, what should we talk about? He's like Jim Morrison yeah. passing out on the stage <laughs> in 1968. A show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzproud.com. There you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes, get the show notes, and get links to all of the stories that we cover and all the booze, the browns, the bourbons, the ryes, the scotches that we review as long as well as all the beers. You get links to all the podcatchers in the universe. You can download the show. Leave us a review. How many stars? Five stars, Ben. Five stars. Five stars. Five shots. Email us at podcastthirstygoal at gmail.com. You can follow us on Friday's amazing Instagram account. I wish it was. At Thirst And. And on my mediocre Twitter account at 
Gold Thirst and check out all the photography, the links to the feel-good story of the week, as well as the shots and everything else that we do on the show. We truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you so much for listening. Friday, anything else to add before we finish up the show? Uh, nothing, Ben, except thank you so very much, everybody, for listening out there. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you.